Man, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, I mean, that was crazy. Oh, okay, okay. Here, here's the next customer. Yeah. Hey, man, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Where are you coming from? I'm just down the street. Good, man. Can I grab your ID from you? Uh, yeah, sure. Perfect, thank you. You got anything to drink tonight? Uh, no, not right now. Nothing? No. Nope. No pre-drinking? No. Nope. Nothing to eat? No. Nope. You weren't eating anything? I mean, I, had a, I grabbed a bite earlier. What'd you have? I had a burger. How long ago was that? An hour ago. An hour ago. Nothing to drink? No. Alright, man. Have a good night. Go on in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How old are you? Uh, 18, 19. Ah, interesting. Get out of here. <laughs> Welcome everybody, this is episode two of all of our Bouncer Lives. So we have Jeff here again. Hello I everyone. Am, I am Mandeep, and we have a special guest today. We got Steven. Yay! Hey, 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 hey. How are you? Golf clap. Golf clap. Steven, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Steven Connolly. I was a bouncer with uh, these guys here for about six years. Uh, five of them working the front door, and uh, six awesome years of my life. Perfect. Okay. Uh, where have you worked? As far as security goes? Yeah. Um, I did three years out west in Alberta for a private company and uh, like eight months for a local, for Barbara Collins. Fuck those guys. Yeah, that was... How was that? That was garbage. Um, did you feel dirty? No, I didn't feel dirty. Just <laughs> the, <laughs> the schedule they had us on was terrible. This continental thing, like three on... I two hate, off, I've one always off. hated those. It was terrible. And it was all nights too, with like a twelve on the weekend. Yeah. It was it was not fun. Yeah. Um, didn't lead to like a productive life. No. You you worked, went home, slept, and then got up again and did it again. Yep. Yeah. And your one day off in between your like one day off was usually trying to sleep again or staying awake. Yeah. So that you can adjust that schedule change again. Yeah, you couldn't go back to a normal schedule with no. one day off. No, that's really hard. It was garbage. If I just have one day off, it throws my entire week off. Like, I don't know which day it is, or it just feels like the wrong day every day. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're working midnights. Yeah. Overnight, something like that. It, 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 one day off does nothing. It no. sucks. And then, uh, and yeah, then six years at the, at Rev. Okay. And in a small stint for a company called Gem Event Management, helping out with uh, shows at local bars and stuff. Nice. Okay. So, um, you know, we just kind of want to unpack our lives out of how how what we've done uh, as security and, sure. and being bouncers um, so you know what the first thing what do you feel about that word being called a bouncer or do you like being called security like what are, what are we well I mean essentially I think we are security like as, as a whole as a group because mm -hmm. um, there's no one else uh, in that type of setting at the bar that takes care of any problems that's what security does they take care of issues they solve problems yeah, um, but I mean, a bouncer is, as a regular term, as a colloquialism, is actually I, I like it because that's what you're doing. You're taking someone, you're bouncing them out of the situation, out of the bar. Um, I like it. There's there's a bit of prestige, in a way that comes with being called a bouncer. There, there's the the idea that you're, you're tough, you're strong, you don't take shit, and, and you handle stuff. Okay. You're a bouncer. Yeah, I like it. Like Jeff and I talked about this last week that. That we were that we were, we were bouncers, but then it kind of changed. Yeah, it has changed a lot, and the term bouncer is more the old school, where it's sure. you you ask someone to leave once, and then hands on throwing them out and bouncing them, as you said. Sure. Versus a lot of nowadays, it's the security. You you ask, you tell, then you make 
and then you politely ask again while you're making them and it's <laughs> it's drawn out a lot longer than you tell them once and then you just you toss them out yeah so it, things have changed especially with the security license here in ontario that oh yeah you, so you, much you can't 100%. do as much you can't just wind up and clock someone in the face anymore no, sure. when i first started i remember hearing stories from from you from uh Adam McGammon, Darren Colley. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That like three, four, five years before that, a we had there were like 50, 60 bouncers slash security there to begin with. In just the one club, yeah. Yeah, in just the one club, and and it was chaos all the time. There were, it was people throwing hands left, Man. right, and center, like four or five big fights, brawls, and nice. Exactly, yeah. it was brawls. Yeah. It wasn't just a fight. Wasn't people grabbing and kind of like pushing? Yeah, it was two or three. It people. was it was brawls. Yeah. yeah, and you walked out of there. Your shirt was bloody. Your shirt was torn. You can go through a shirt or two a night sometimes. Sure, I believe that. Like when I started, it was brawls. Yeah, like shut down King Street brawls. You started where? I started downtown at Elements and Wax. Was it okay? Was it okay? That's the Donis and Josh Thomas days. Josh Thomas. Yeah, that's just his Facebook. Name. I know. Dixon, <laughs> Dixon, <laughs> Dixon. Yes, with the with trolls, those, the, the angry little troll. <laughs> yes, those, those days. So back in that time, I remember coming home, and we wore white shirts, mm -hmm. and it would just be covered in blood. And I would take it off and leave it in the laundry room, and then go to bed. And like my family thought I was dead or shot or something. <laughs> yeah. They would come running up to my room, wake me up. Like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. Why? So like. What's this? I was like, that's called blood. That's like, blood. <laughs> like, is it yours? Like, no. But you should see the other guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are the worst stories. Is you leave that bloody shirt somewhere? Yeah. And all of a sudden, my parents did the same thing. Yeah. It's what? What happened? Like, you okay? I'm like, mm -hmm. no, I'm fine. You know, you get like maybe a bruise or something, and the shirt's dirty and ripped. It's like, yeah, just another night at work. Yeah. No big deal. It is what it is. Yeah. So like when you were at Rev. Uh, the revolution. Uh, what was your, your your role there? I my the first year or so, my role was just sort of a uh, stationary position, like on a riser okay. uh, by a set of stairs, uh, keep an eye on on a specific area, yeah. and alerting the big important people like you guys to something that's going on that needs to get dealt with. Because I can't really leave. If I see a drunk guy, I can't go over to him or her and walk them out. Get them to go. Okay. I've got to call it in because I have a stationary spot. I'm here for a reason. Right. Um, keep an eye on some of the bars or some of the area, and then, uh, and then at one point, uh, one of the guys who was working door at the time pissed off one of the guys that was working Bravo. The Bravo teams were the people on the outside. Right. And Bravo guy wanted to get rid of guy working door, so he came up to me one day when I'm on Riser Five, good old Riser Five. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he says, "Hey, you want to work? You want to work the door?" Like, I will, but we're still working. That was when we could get hired and we give them a six month commitment and we go through all the training for the security licensing. Oh, okay, right. So I didn't have my license 100%, then I was still going through the training. I said, when I get my license, sure, I'll come work the door, give it a shot, whatever. Right. And uh, the weekend I got my license, they brought me out to the door and I, that and that was that was home for the next five years. Do you remember who it was that came to talk to you? Bow. Bow. <laughs> it was Bow. Uh, Pitsy's friend. Right, Craig uh, pissed him off or, or challenged Bow in his call or something like that. Like he overstepped oh, his, didn't know his place. 
Yeah. And Bao did not like that very much at all. He mm -hmm. came and talked to me about it. Craig, was he the one who looked like Paul Bear from WWF? Looked like a lesbian, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, okay, that's the one. Okay. That's the guy. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, anytime I saw him, I always thought of Paul Bear. I was like, you're an Undertaker, for I, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a little, little more little more of a comb over, a little more white face. Yeah, that's Paul I had Bear. never seen him laugh or smile. He had like such a stoic face. Yeah. And I, I think he like <laughs> ate children or something. His children? Spirit, something in his spirit. I don't remember this guy. I think he's before my time. He was before your time. Not by much, but he yeah. was, yeah. He was also, uh, he, I think he opened up the bar with Pitts. With Pitts, he did, yeah. He's that, oh, that guy. guy. That yeah. guy. Yeah. He looked 12. Yes, he did. <laughs> he yes. Looked, I, I do remember that guy. Yeah. He was the weirdest looking guy. Okay, yeah. so so he, he angered somebody, then you got, they got moved up. And I moved up to the front door, and, okay. uh, and Pitsy taught me the ropes a bit, and as well as you and Adam, Darren, like anybody that was working front door yeah. at the time, at least, uh, even the outside people who used to roam around, um, and anybody who had experience working door taught me is what you look for for IDs. T figuring out someone is drunk isn't that difficult to do. It does take practice and a bit of an eye. Mm -hmm. um, but looking, trying to find fake IDs, like manufactured fakes, that was that was a big a big learning curve. Yeah. yeah. It was it was fun. It was it was it was an absolute blast out there. Yeah. And that was that was guy time. That was the social hour. I think we talked about that last week, where going to work the bars was never a job. No. It's where you go to hang out with your friends. Yeah. Enjoy that six hours twice a week, hanging out with your buddies, talking or laughing. And occasionally, you know, maybe you got in a good fight or two. Yeah, once in a while. Look, look at some girls. It was it was a great time. And you got paid for it. You got paid shit. Maybe take a punch in the face. Maybe punch your buddy in the balls. Who knows what's going to happen that day? Anything, anything can happen. For exactly. Sure. You never know. But, you know, so like, I know a lot of times for me, I would... Finish your buddies in the balls. Yeah, okay. That, At least that, twice, I remember. Is that right? In, uh, in, two the, separate in the same five minutes. In the same five, <laughs> in the same five minutes, <laughs> I actually. Was, I thought it was a different time. No, 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 same five minutes. He's, oh. He still remembers. Um, He'll never let you live that one down. No, but it's good, though. That means he felt it. It means that I actually had some power behind you it. You connected. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I was going to say is um, I'd finish my, my regular job. Uh, at nine o'clock, mm -hmm. and then I wouldn't start till like ten o'clock. But usually, I would just come early, anyways. Uh, help, help you set up barricades or sure. whatever, and that's when like we had like one hour. We weren't working, and we just all kind of like shot the shit for a while. Yeah, like I, I like getting to work early anyway. Mm -hmm. Like it, my dad taught me, if you're not if you're not fifteen minutes, 15 minutes early, you're late. late yep. Period. That's a military uh, thing too. Cool. Uh, so I mean, we're at the beer store now. I'm there half hour early before my shift anyway. See what happened during the day, right. some thefts, whatever, get caught up. But like you said, doors open at 10. We're there, I'm there at nine o'clock mm -hmm. to set up the barricades, get the front door ready, whatever, but also to shoot the shit with, with catch up, how's your week, man? What's going on? And, and, and socialize, become friends with the people you're working with. Yeah. It was, it was a neat, because it was a neat grading system when you, got to be better friends and work friends with someone you start off with like hey how you doing then it was a handshake then it was a hug when you started and when you finished your shift and, and then and then what did it come to i came to the ass pat and dick grace <laughs> that was dick grace. <laughs> <laughs> i guess pat dick grace yeah, those yeah. things continue these days absolutely and i remember getting a piece of mail one day that that had that written on it <laughs> i think i have a picture of it somewhere on my phone 
Oh, okay. How ironic. Yeah. <laughs> Craziness, isn't it? <laughs> okay. That was good. So, so, yeah, I think, I think, I think many times, even like when we were chatting at the front door, even before open, um, I had mentioned, I was like, we should have like a TV show about the stuff we do at the front. Yeah. I was like, cause this, we, this should be a reality show. I think that was be. the line a bunch of times. Cause we did some ridiculous things. Yes, we did. 100%. So, which leads me to what we used to do. We used to have types of competitions all the time. Oh, fuck. Right? <laughs> um... Like obviously we're all we were just joking around, making the night go by faster, so we would just do ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. Um, like use someone as a sled, ride them down the hill, and see if you can get further. Yeah, right. That was always good. <laughs> or the or just to toss the someone down the hill. Yeah. Right? That was, yeah. Um, but there was that the one uh, one thing I, I forget who started it. It's probably you or, or somebody. The <laughs> me. It was, it was probably you, uh, Jeff. Um, the Toonie. Yeah. You make, <laughs> make okay, explain the explain okay, the two. So that actually started years ago at another bar that I worked where you get two dollars if you make someone cry. <laughs> okay. I, I don't remember how it started. Yeah. But I, I wanna say it was someone cried and someone made a comment of, Oh big deal, you made someone cry. You want two dollars? Okay. So it started off as kinda like big deal, everyone cries when you kick them out. Nothing big. And that started off from, yeah, I want my $2. Hey, I might someone cry today. Someone owes me $2. <laughs> so then it turned into, made someone cry, you get $2. That was great. Yeah. It was, it was always seemed to be a really big deal because it didn't make someone cry that often. But when they did, hey, yeah. hey, tears, tears, yeah. Tony, give me, come on. <laughs> yeah. You, usually you didn't notice first. Someone else pointed out, like, oh, you're crying. They're <laughs> down there crying. <laughs> Oh man, I half the time never knew when I was going to make somebody cry or if it just happened. So the first time when uh, Donus came over, he's like, here, this is for you and gave me a toonie. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. I was like, what did I do? Did I drop this? He's like, no, no, he's crying. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's one of those interesting ones that came from back in the day. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, that was a big one. The other one that we did have I think you and I competed in this. I, I know I've competed with Pitsy with this as well. Is finding the most fake IDs in a night? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Pitsy and I did that a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. So did you? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so do you know? Do you know what like your record was of finding fake IDs? I think like twelve or thirteen for one night, and that was like a standard night. We had those all ages nights that sort of blended in some people trying to get them, and those are the worst. Those nights. are the worst nights, and I, I think I picked up like twenty two of those one night, but on like a regular. 19 plus night, I think it was 12. Like yeah. Frosh week or something like that. Okay. Do, do you do you remember how many you've, you've <laughs> caught in a night? I couldn't tell you. I know one one night I came home and I, my thing was if it was a fake idea, I'll throw it in my back pocket. Yeah, 100%. I'd never, I'd not forget about it until like I go at the end of the night sitting in the office. You sit in your car and like you're leaning off side and you're like, yeah. what the is going on? <laughs> For me, I, since I had no ass, my pants were always falling. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think one night I had 15 fake IDs and then I was going through them. I was like, oh, this one's like not bad. And, and this one's really bad. Like, yeah, you start grading them. Yeah. <laughs> right? What was like the biggest thing that you would look for in a fake ID? Uh, a hologram, for one thing. There was always yeah. that standard... Uh, like genuine issue security hologram with like a genuine seal of authenticity. That's, that's the one. That's the and one. The that. DNA strike. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Or like yeah. a like a like a globe, but just has like the yep. two launch two lines. That was always good. It had the flags all around yeah, it. That was yeah. 
um, there is a there is a barcode on the back or like one of those like not not a, not one of the QR things that you scan, but like you know yeah, barcode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the dots, like the black and white dots mm -hmm. everywhere. That was the same on every single one. Uh, identification cards from provinces that don't have identification cards. Mm -hmm. Like I lived in Alberta for a few years, and at the time they didn't have one, or Manitoba didn't have one. Yeah. And the guy showed up with one. Like this, this is not a thing for that province's government. They don't have one of these at all. Yeah, the hologram for sure. Bad pictures, bad, uh, very grainy details. Yeah. And the and the design or whatever. Did you ever get one that on the back it said they're licensed to drive a tank? No. no I've I've heard I that didn't. rumor a thousand times. Yeah. Donison, you yeah, went to on about drive that. a tank. Like yeah. yeah, it listed like. Cars, vans, buses, and tank. Yeah. Like, Motherfucker! <laughs> where do I get one of these? I would like to drive a tank. Believe it or not, I yeah. don't know. So that, was, that was a big one for me. I probably still have it somewhere. Yeah. Um, trophy. See, that, that, that would be a trophy for sure. Yeah. I, know, I know someone, <clears throat> this is after that one movie came out, but he gave me the McLovin ID. Oh, yeah. I, I got one of those too, yeah. Yeah. Um, I looked at it and I. You know my like normal process is I it's not like someone's walking up to the door I always like scan their face mm -hmm. and then after that I just look at the ID like that's my thing so I, I memorize their face and look at the ID I looked at him he was just like this like big dorky guy I was like you probably shouldn't even be <laughs> at the club right now but I looked at him looked down I saw Mick I was like Mick what Mick Muffin <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> Mick Muffin <laughs> and then he's like ah oh. I was like okay you know what. Uh, like we always joked around, so it was okay if somebody like that joked around. They gave me his real one. Sure. But I was like, okay, this is good. I, I never like, put up with that shit. You lie. There's there's no noise. joking around with me in that shit. I would have thrown that card in miles away. Yeet <laughs> man in that motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Um, door door was my serious place. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. That's fair. Yeah. Actually, anytime I saw you, and then you were floating around, you were always having a great time. As I said last time. Um, like with, with you, um, who did you have the most fun with floating around? Floating? Oh man. It was fun with Craig. I was going to say. I could Team Alpha too, Baby. Yeah. Just the, because the we were so big that it didn't matter what we did. We literally kicked people out without saying a single word. We'd do hand signs. So if someone was sleeping, we put our hands together. One person would be like, no sleeping, wag your finger, Craig would put his hands together like a pillow and sleep and we'd motion them out. Yeah. And then if people called us gay, we'd walk out holding pinkies. <laughs> <laughs> like anything we could we could think of we did. Including okay. like if running into a fight. One person sees Craig running first, they go, Oh man and they jump out of the way. And twenty seconds later I'm jogging <laughs> behind and they go, Oh man, that big guy is running and then they look back and just see my fat ass running towards them. And I barrel them over now all of a sudden because they freeze like a like a deer in a headlight. Yeah, okay. But the same sort of thing of like, you get in a fight with someone, you kind of wrestle, and then you're like, all right, I'm getting tired. And you just pick them up, slam them down, and lay on them until someone else gets there to grab them. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, Craig was always fun. Yeah. Uh, George was good too, but he fell all, all the time. <laughs> you know, and you run in behind him all of a sudden, yep, feet fly out. He didn't what, have what, that far. What is going on with him? He didn't. <laughs> all the time. 
He fell. He could get up really quick, like a yeah. little ninja. He could. Yeah. Well, he's only three feet off the ground. It's, it's not hard for him to get up off it. Exactly. Yeah. Center of gravity's like where he my was knees so are. small. I didn't even know that he fell. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of times, you just run by and you just pick him up, and his feet keep running. And you just put him down, and he takes off again. And he hits a little pool of alcohol and just yeah, going no, again. All the time. <laughs> right through Did you do any of like floating stuff inside? Uh, not really. Uh, when I was when I was on front door with Pitsy, when it came time to like close the door, yeah, uh, Pitts would always go inside, and I watched the because he was more effective physically in getting getting involved in stuff. He had his judo background. He, he, he had his he judo, has a judo background. Yeah, he had his head and arm throw, which which he nailed every single time. Now you also have oh, your you're own move here. You have your own move. You knew this was coming. I did. I was going to put it off a bit longer. <laughs> uh, What's it called, Jeff? It is called the Conley Tornado. Why is it called the Conley Tornado? What happened? The Conley Tornado originated one night. There was a, a small argument, almost fight, outside the front door. And I was coming back from inside the flying dog for some reason. So I'm walking up behind a guy yeah. who's chirping and yelling at... I'm Maybe you. I think you were there, maybe. I was there, yeah. yeah um, I witnessed this Conley Tornado. Yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> And I came up behind him. He was he was getting really aggressive. Yeah. I came up behind him, wrapped my arms around him, and in the back of my head, the idea was to spin him around, uh, throw him over my leg, and put him on the ground, and just hold him there and tell him to shut up and deal with it. Yada yada yada. Yeah. But as I started turning, I my brain couldn't tell my legs to catch up to my torso, so we just spun around like three times. <laughs> I didn't trip him. I ended up falling on my ass, bruised my elbow, and he sort of stepped over me. And then walked away, and that was the that was the catalyst for the Conley tornado. You spin around a whole bunch of times, you fall on your ass, hurt yourself, and nothing gets resolved. And then uh, then you guys stepped in, and I walked away embarrassed, and then you took care of the situation, and that was it. I I think I was dealing with this friend at the time. And then I looked over, it's like, what are you doing? And then I got up and, <laughs> and I continued on. I screwed up, help! <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. That was the Conley tornado. It was, it was great. Enjoyed it. Visually, and, and for, for comedic purposes, for you guys, yes. Effectiveness in the situation, not, not really. I don't know. Once he started walking away, he was really easy to push over. Fair. So you really helped us there. Yeah. I, I contribute where I can. You, you, know? you would have been a great figure skater. <laughs> Triple axle fall. <laughs> but to the initial question, I didn't really float around too much. Is that why? <laughs> Likely, yes. Uh, there, were, there were more guys that were that were better suited for dealing with situations physically than I was. Okay. Um, when those people left and I became a bit more senior, I could throw like a new kid on the door. Once we shut down, I'd float around with someone. Uh, it was usually a rotating basis when I walked around inside um, or yeah. outside. I think there's been a couple of times you you came inside with me, like closer to like the end of the night, mm -hmm. and we just float around for like the last 45 minutes, an hour, or whatever it was. True. Right. So that was always good. That was nice, yeah. Um, so with that being said, okay, so so since you're on the door a lot, um, who, who's your favorite person to work with on the door? Oh. Like who did you have the most fun with? You guys. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you were very conscious every time I was around. Yeah, I just do weird things just that's to make true. people laugh all the time. That's that's true. Um, it, it's a toss-up with between Pitsy because 
we worked together for you the did have that rapport together we you did knew, yeah. you worked with him you knew how he worked mm -hmm. you had those jokes you had those little things going on exactly yeah and for the longest i think he was my partner yeah for the most of sites yeah um Devin was a lot of fun yeah uh oh okay why we had good um because we we had some small jokes too some inside jokes and, and we got along well and uh sort of like pits as well like we knew how each other worked mm -hmm. um we there if i see someone in sort of his side of the line walking towards him that i can i can so sort of tell is drunk mm -hmm. i'm not worried about giving him an elbow and saying hey watch out for this guy when the when he comes up and devin deals with him I'm just preparing myself to open up the gate to get him out because Devin's going to catch me. Like it was the, the whole process that, that yeah, just you understood what his moves are going to do, mm -hmm. how he's going to react. So you knew the step before that to take to make sure everything goes smooth, smooth as possible. Yeah, yeah. you guys yeah. have like synergy, right? You, yes, that was good. Yes, we we worked really good. Yeah, Devin Pitts, uh, either one at YouTube, really. It, it was yeah. it, it was nice, and this harkens back to the the social aspect, like hanging out with the guys for, for six hours twice a week. Um, we're going to work well together. We're going to have fun. Let's still get the job done and take it seriously. And uh, You took it seriously? I, to an extent, <laughs> yes. This is my job. This is, I, I, I'm quote-unquote first line of defense for the bar. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know, it's, it's Right now, it's my bar. You're in my line. It's my bar. When you get inside, the security in there, it's their bar. Bartenders, it's their bar. Right now, this is mine. Yeah. Yeah. Once you got a Jeffy or I, it was the worst thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I definitely took it seriously. This is. I, I want to catch the drunks and the yeah. underagers and the fake IDs. I. I, I want to. You took it as a little challenge for. Sure. Hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. I, I want to do this job and do it well. Yeah. Um, I think you you did do you did really well at oh, that yeah. job. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I think that was a great door team for for both bars. Yeah, well, especially when when Devin went over to to Dollar yeah. full time, sort of. Yeah, with his, his little vest. Was little he was special. so adorable in that little vest. He still is adorable. Let's be serious. <laughs> He's just so is. cute. But yeah, no, it was a it was a good good team on both sides. Frankly, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, one question I have is is why did you become a security guard to begin with? A security guard or or. Because like well, you started in Alberta. I started, yeah, I started so why did you become security out there first? Um, <coughs> my life at the time in Windsor had become fairly stagnant. I was working midnights at a grocery store. Okay. And uh, life was not progressing as I hoped it would be. Okay. So my best pal and I decided to start looking for jobs out west. Um, he got one doing security for the Fairmont Banff Springs Hotel in oh. Alberta. And he moved out in January 2007. Is yeah. that is that the like, really fancy one in the mountain? Yes. Okay, yes, I've, seen, I've seen pictures. Okay, the castle That's in the mountains, the yeah. one the queen stays at. She did many years ago. There's actually yeah. a hallway named named the queen the queen's hall, and way back on, on one side of the building. And oh, uh, very cool. Uh, and he helped me get the job working for uh, what was High Mountain Protection Services at the time. Um, doing the High Mountain Protection yeah, Services. That it was. That's right. It was. That it was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we did the downtown core. We had 38 properties. We had uh, somewhat of a working relationship with the RCMP there. Yeah. And uh, and it was just a job to, essentially, just to get out of Windsor and, and move away, grow up. Mm -hmm. You know, we're 22, 23 at the time, I think we were. Okay. And uh, it, it, it was just to get out. It wasn't necessarily, I want to do security. Like, this is an opportunity. Let's take it and see where it goes. Yeah. 
and uh, I liked it. I did okay. I, I eventually built a decent rapport with a lot of the, the properties that I worked with there. Mm-hmm. Um, became supervisor at the end. Did a year at working at the Bay Springs Hotel too. So I mean, it was okay. It was nice. It was fun. Good, good camaraderie there. I ended up making like the schedule and stuff at the, by the end of it. So it was, it was good. Okay. And then came moved back to Ontario and thought and, it, and I moved back to Ontario like a month, month and a half after they changed all the security licensing things where mm-hmm. you had to do all the training. Gotcha. I thought I could just come back here. Come back, put your, your form in, pay the 80 bucks and you get your license. Yeah, and then I'll be, okay, I'll get a job doing security yeah. somewhere because I'm sort of into it now. I, I kind of want to be a cop maybe. Um, yeah. So I want to keep doing with the security and then everything changed. I'm like, ah. And that's when the bar said, he gives a six month commitment, we'll give you all the training for it, you get your license and then you'll be okay after that. So that's what's so, Okay, so you went from Windsor to Alberta. Mm-hmm. So how did you get to KW? Um, I was uh, long distance relationshiping a girl that okay. lived here, mm-hmm. and uh, we I I proposed we, we were going to get married, and she lives in she lived in Kitchener at the time. Yeah, and uh, I was pursuing a, a a potential career with the RCMP. Uh, when I was li- when I was living out out in Alberta, and she couldn't picture herself moving out of Kitchener to be away from her family. Right. So I said, okay, I scrapped the RCMP application and moved back here right. uh, to start a whole new life uh, down in Kitchener, and I just sort of stuck it out. Sand. Perfect. Built a life here, the jobs and work, and good friends, and uh, yeah, that's what brought me back to Kitchener, back to Ontario. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad yeah, that you same. came to the bar. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing that we talked about last week as well is that, um, so like the reason why I stayed working at the bar was just, there's like the social time, just hanging out. I made closer friends working at the bar than I did at any other point in my life. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Most of my friends are bar friends. Okay. That's... Who I hang out with, that's who my friends are. Yeah. Are people from the bars. Yeah, like grow, growing up, I I had, I went to school, I was the only, like, only Indian kid there, so it was difficult. But like there's two guys back then that just came, they're like, hey, they sat beside me, I didn't speak much English, and they're like, wanna be my friend? I was like, I don't know what that is, but I'm in. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> right? And then like, so those guys I see once in a while. Uh, one's actually a fire chief here at KW. Uh, and the other one's actually a pastor. So like they're just genuinely good people. Okay. Uh, and then there's me. So, like, you know. <laughs> just down the list a little bit. Yeah. Um, but then, then after, so after that, then I, I knew them, I still know them, uh, but like nobody else really kind of stuck around. And then I went to like university, college, and made some friends there, trying to find out where I fit, but I never really did. Uh, so it was interesting that way, and then when I so when I first year of when I was in uh, university college, um, that's when a guy that I worked with he was like, "Hey, you want a job?" And I was like, "Okay." I was like, "I'm not working, sure, might as well." So then he's like, "Yo, come work with me," and then he brought me to the Rev. So then I applied there, and then from there, that's I was there for ten years, maybe a little bit older. You're than even that, longer than ten years. Probably more than ten years. You know, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> you're making people cry for tunies, yeah. Yeah, pockets full of tunies. <laughs> but yeah, I see that, that's how 
how I stayed working there and then those friendships that I made there with you guys and then the rest of the guys, um, those are the ones that kind of stuck. It's, 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 it's weird to me that you say you didn't really, you didn't feel like you fit in a whole lot in like your college university days because the mandate that at least Jeffy and I know, it seems odd that you wouldn't be more social or, yeah. or, or at least be able to find a niche group of two, three, four people that you can fit in with. Like, you, you, did you feel that much of like an outcast, perhaps? Or yeah, probably. You know, it's it's, it's or probably... you just realized that they're all losers and fuck those guys. <laughs> That's very possible. Yeah. You're better than you know it. I'm above you. Yeah, because yeah. I've had that problem too. Where it's it's not that they're not good people. It's just they're not my kind of, kind of people. people. Sure. You know, it's it's like. Um, like with you guys, like I could say anything and do anything, and it doesn't make a difference. Like we're still gonna be friends. Like I could, I could say something ridiculous, and you just like la you guys would laugh it off. Like Jeff, you say a lot of stuff that I don't agree with, but right. But I think that's the thing. Like we can just say and do whatever, and at the end of the day, we're all still friends. Yeah. yeah. No nothing changes. Like through this whole pandemic that we've gone through, I didn't. I saw Jeff once for five minutes because he came to come pick something up but after that i didn't see anybody the only thing like i would message you a couple times sure. like i try to keep in contact with everybody just like text messages but like we we're all locked in now that things have opened up a little bit like now we can still see each other things seem like they're like the same nothing's really yeah, changed you, we can go that almost year sometimes without seeing each other pretty much and it still pops up like normal yeah what was the last time you saw aaron troxel I think he's dead. <laughs> but I mean, if we if we got together tomorrow yeah. for dinner, I mean it'd be one hell of a catch up pretty much for yeah. most of us. Yeah. But be like, okay, off and running just like yeah. Were. It wouldn't be like, hey man, you haven't messaged, you haven't messaged us in yeah there's, six there's, months. Yeah. Like you're better than us. Nah, life takes over. You get busy and things happen. We still get together when we can. We all have dinner. Yeah. We message each other. We hang out when we can. It's not much to do these days, but we, we figure it out. But yeah, you, don't, you don't hold it against someone. No, no. no. But also, yeah. we also like, like anytime we're all together, there's never an awkward silence or a moment. Like we can just be watching a game and we're just still hanging out and yeah. chatting. Mm -hmm. and, and and that's something that hasn't, for me, hasn't happened with other people. Usually it's like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Like, this is awkward. You like stuff? Yeah, do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> what did we used to talk about? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> But that's no, it, it's true. It's like especially when I when I moved to Kitchener, yeah. I knew my fiance at the time, yeah. her best friend, and her boyfriend, Donus. Yeah, I knew four. I knew three other people, okay. and then the bar helped me meet you guys, and the other jobs helped me meet people there. Like I've got some different circles, but like, yeah, it's weird. The bar's been shut down for five years now, maybe yeah. six. I think it's six. Closing on let's, yeah, let's call yeah, five. Let's yeah. just say five. I'd say five. Yeah. And like the group of us, the eight of us or so, we're still tight and friends. And I can see this going on for a very long time. Yeah, you know. And it's, it's I see no end. Yeah. So you're, you guys ain't getting rid of me. So no, <laughs> take that. You're stuck with me. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, being stuck with you. You smell great, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> shower. You shower. Hey, good. So, so, okay. Um, with that being said, so so we all have greetings with each other, <laughs> yes, right. So like, we, because we're so close, we greet each other all different ways. How do you normally greet everybody? 
at least a hug. Um, everyone gets a hug. Uh, Jeffy and Donus get the hug, ass pat, dick graze. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. You don't touch, well, you, Pitsy doesn't like his butt being touched. He has some incredible aversion to any of that. So that was fun to torture him at the front door of the park. Just trying to just, just goose him a little bit. Yeah. And he starts freaking out. Then four of us try to start doing it at the same time. And he starts losing yeah. it. Um, Hold him down. Yeah. Oh, now you catch an elbow every once in a while, but it's worth it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, Aaron and I have uh, we do the handshake from the TV show Community that Abed and Troy did, where they sort of slap their hands yeah. into the, yeah. the chest at the same time. Uh, Aaron and I do that. Everyone else is just sort of just a hug. Yeah, you're you're a very gentle hug. Mateep, you're, you're it's very very soft. You're, Jeff and I get in there for a big solid two or three seconds. And you're just like, like I'm holding like a small dove when I come <laughs> to hug you. You're a gentle giant for sure. No, you're, you're scared. Are you scared to be close to me? No. Okay. I just, I just sometimes you you look at me in a way that just makes me feel like everything's gonna be okay. So then I was oh. like, I'm so dumb. I'm just trying not to fall in love with you. Okay. Yeah. That, that's just it, you know. You just look at me sometimes like. Damn, I think it moved. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Just, just so we're on the same page. I appreciate that. Um, okay. Um, so the reason why I bring that, so what you brought up a good point is the pits thing. So Jeff. Yes. <laughs> you love greeting him that way. It's not necessarily greeting him. I'd like to sneak up on him, <laughs> turn him into a wacky, wavy, inflatable arm man all, all of a sudden while he's dealing with someone's ID. Yeah. Right? Come up, sneak, sneak up behind him, maybe just poke that little brown eye a little bit, see what he does. <laughs> he often does a little wacky, wavy, inflatable arm man. So the best, the best time for that was... Um, he so there was a long line. Mm -hmm. He was at the front door with Steve. Mm -hmm. There was a long line. It was in winter, and he was trying to be like so serious. Like he was questioning. I think it was like a group of girls trying to like find out if they had fake IDs or whatever. Yeah. Then I was standing on the side just listening into him, and then I see you coming down the tunnel, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this is not gonna be good." And you have like the smile on your face, and then you go up and behind him, and you're just standing right behind him. Didn't do anything. Now I, I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> and then all of a sudden your hand disappears and you can see Pitts' eyes open up but he's trying so hard not to react yeah. to it. He's just like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. Pitts, I did it to Steve. Oh, you nailed me on that one. All, all, the, time. all the time. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was the best. He And then after, he's like, he's like what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he freaked out. <laughs> but Steve would hold it better than, than Pitts would. Pitts would, he would freak out 99% of the time. Oh, for sure. Doesn't matter who's in front of him. Steve, he clenched down on my hand, trying to snap it off. Yeah. He would, for the most part, he'd keep composed, they'll talk to them. I'm, I'm a professional, I take this yeah, job seriously. Exactly. Yes, exactly. But that, those few times, you goose him really good, and then wacky, wavy, flavor yeah. Iron Man comes out. And Pelvis goes flying forward, arms yeah. go up, scanner goes everywhere. Oh yeah, it was. That's what I was waiting for, is just the, to him to thrust these girls right there. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm sure happened a few times. You, just, you poke it really quick and yeah. all of a sudden just that pelvic thrust. Just tap him, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for it. Oh, poor kid. Um, okay, so 
You know, one one important thing that we talked about last week um, that actually was really good, and we had a good discussion about it. And I'm sure you got this too. Ready? Chlamydia. No, 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 no chlamydia okay. here. No, no, you're clean. Okay, perfect. For now. Um, was the line? Do you know who I am? Oh, do you know who I am? Do you know who my dad is? Do you know who a parent is? Mm-hmm. Something like that, or my uncles? Okay. Uh, yes. Do you know who? Do you know who I am? Do you know who I know? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, so tell me your favorite. Do you know who I am? Oh my God. Or any that you remember. <sighs> That's. There's so there, there's too many because because it's it's at the line. Uh, sorry, man. You've I, I think you've had too much to drink tonight. I'm not gonna let you in the bar. Yeah. There's that that initial contact with someone when they're coming in, or maybe when they're getting kicked out and they don't understand why they're getting kicked out because they're too drunk and you're explaining it to them again for the thirteenth time. Yeah. Do you know who I am? It, it's probably some some kid at the bar. Um, I vaguely remember him coming up with like six friends, like three girls, three guys. Uh, it was his birthday. And he's already, this is like the third bar they've been to, plus their pre-drink. So okay. everyone else is, everyone's kind of lubricated a little yeah. bit, but this guy is, is... Lubricated? It came from like an orgy? Maybe. <laughs> Don't judge them. Hey, it's, it's his birthday. He wants to do what he wants. To each their own. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, and he's he's done. He's three sheets of the wind. He can, he's having a hard time standing up. will happen, pretty much. Yeah. And... You don't even have to ask for any ID. You just, as they're walking up towards you, you just open the barricade mm-hmm. and like, sorry, brother, step up. That was my favorite move of yours. <laughs> just open the barricade. <laughs> the empty line, yeah. person goes all the way down, because we had a lot of barricades out sometimes. Yes. They go all the way down, or sometimes you tell them to go into the barricade. Yep. And you knew, you knew they were drunk. You send them all the way down. Well, yeah, there's a reason for it. Like, they, they come walking up, yeah. kind of dropped off by the cabs. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm not too sure. So you send them down that half mile barricade line <laughs> to, to, to watch them better. Yeah, no, exactly. No, yeah. no, no. Steven, Steven saw them come fall out of the cab, hit the ca- the hood of the cab. And he's like, oh yeah, can you walk down the line? <laughs> Before they even got to the front, he would open the gate and point them back out. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, not, not tonight. Not tonight that was it. It's not tonight. Yeah. <laughs> okay, continue. No, <laughs> Uh, and he came up and uh, I think I, I engaged him a little bit just, just just chat to see how bad he actually was and then opened the gate and told him to leave Yeah. and like what's the problem man dude you are super drunk it's your birthday I'm sorry I have birthday whatever but you are too drunk I can't let you in you've had too much to drink tonight like, what the fuck are you talking about starts throwing a hissy fit the other the other people with him are just like he's fine he's fine I'll take care He, my, my friend's fine I'll take care of him I'll get him some water I'll watch him the whole night yeah, he's more sober than I am. Yeah, that was always a good one too. Well, you can leave too. You, I guess. Yeah, you can <laughs> Perfect. beat it. Beat it. And uh, like, no, I, I'm, I'm not taking the chance. I don't care what your friends say. Yeah, maybe, maybe one of the other five will take care of you. Maybe there'll be one good one in there. I'm not taking the chance. You're not coming in tonight. Fuck you, man. I'm gonna have your job. Do you know who I am and who my dad is? He's a judge or a cop or that. every every someone's parent was always a cop somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like cool. Call them. Call them up. Let us talk to him. And uh, yeah, he lost his. Have mind. you ever had someone call their parents and talk to them? 
Yes. Okay. Uh, when I did security out west mm -hmm. in Banff, I was evicting a room for the, their third or fourth noise complaint. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, one of the kids said, "My dad's a lawyer." He was very calm. None, none, nobody was really drunk at the mm -hmm. at, at this uh, at the hotel room. They're yeah. just being too loud and partying. Uh, he goes, "Kid goes, my dad's a lawyer, and uh, I know you can't do this. I'm going to call him, and he's going to. We're going to talk about this." I'm like, "Okay, go for it. Yeah. Talk to him." Um, he gets on the phone with dad, and this is like. Two in the morning, Alberta time. Mm -hmm. So it's about four in the morning, Ontario time. Right. Okay. And uh, and he's talking to dad for a few minutes. Hands me the phone. Hello, sir. Hi. So you're kicking my son and his friends out of the hotel room? Yes, sir. I am. What gives you the right to do that? Innkeepers Act of Banff, Section Nine, Subsection B. Mm -hmm. As an agent of the inn, I can do this. Yada yada yada. And every hotel room in Banff has the Innkeepers Act of Banff on the back of the front door. Okay. So. The rules are there for what we we as security or, or hotel staff are allowed to do. What you're not allowed to do as a, as a patron of the place. Right. And uh, and I read it to him, uh, the dad on the phone. He's like, oh, okay, then I'll talk to my son. Thank you. 30 seconds later, kid hangs up the phone. All right, guys, we got to leave. Yeah, okay. You want to you want to play this game? Yeah. Fine. I, I, if, I know I'm in, uh, if I know I'm in the right on this, it's over for you. You can play this as much as you want. But the, but the kid's at the bar. Because they're 20, 21. Yeah. I think they're a big deal. Parents are probably paying for their education and stuff like that. No, OSAP. OSAP's paying for it. OSAP. They, they don't if, know that they're paying for it. If you're buying the $7 to $9 drinks, like... Yeah. 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 yeah I like... The thing about OSAP is, like, you get it, like, the second week of September. Okay. So, like, the first little money was parents' money. Mm -hmm. Whatever they sent them with. And then, as soon as the second week came and OSAP money came in, our bars were packed. Like we had huge lines. Yeah. yeah. And then getting close to the end of the semester when they're running out of money, <laughs> start dwindling. <laughs> <laughs> Everything would definitely dwindle. That's yeah. true. Yeah. The, yeah. The first month, like September, and maybe a bit into October. Uh, yeah, we'd have almost capacity at the bar, fifteen hundred people. Yeah. And then, and then just before Christmas break comes around, if we hit eight hundred, we're doing well because <laughs> everyone's oh, yeah. running out of money. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. Like eight hundred. And then towards the end, like we were lucky to get like twenty people in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve people on a night was was a busy night. If we somehow hit triple digits, it's like what's going on? Yeah. Where are all these people coming from? Yeah. Yeah. Who died? <laughs> who died? <laughs> who died? Yeah. This is nuts. And then even with hundred people in there, that place just looked dead, empty. So yeah. so tiny. Yeah. Just because there's massive. Um, did you, did you, were you there uh, when they had the purple room? Oh yeah. I remember the purple room vividly. Like, yes. so I, can, I, can, I can still smell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so when I first started there, uh, the purple room was the EDM room. Okay. And, and that's where all those people went. And then the main room was like the hip hop room. Okay. So like that, that club just working there went through a huge change as well. Cause it was like, Every gangster hoodlum type person was in the main room, and then like these small EDM drink, MDMA people yeah. in, the, in the purple room because it wasn't a thing. There was usually like all like the a lot of the Serbian people were in the EDM room, the purple room. Yeah. There is a very niche group. Yeah, and then that's when like the club was always packed when we had that, and, but that's when we had like fifty to sixty guards working at the same time, and then slowly the evolution of that. Whereas it flipped, all the hip hop went to the small room, and then EDM was the main room. Yeah. 
and then the clubs died because EDM <laughs> does not go last. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was. Purple Room always seemed like it was trouble. Yeah, like the, there's something was going to go down there, a fight or whatever. Because as EDM got bigger, yeah. more people crammed themselves into the Purple Room because it was a small area. Like the capacity of that was maybe what, like sixty? Yeah, seventy people small, maybe. Yeah. And because it was also right beside the bathroom, right beside so the bathroom, it smelled like garbage the whole time. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like you're in a puke. Yeah, uh, but as EDM, and then it mixed into sweat. Yeah, because very hot, no air conditioning, mm -hmm. and then hopping around like everything just mixed together. Yeah. And they didn't care. I've always felt bad for the bartender in there because yeah. it was nasty, but they loved it. Yeah, they made so much money because they, they made a ton of tips. Because everyone's yeah. hydrating like mad because they're all on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Drunks don't tip as well as people on MDMA. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> fun, fun facts. <laughs> um, okay. So, you were around for that time. I remember Purple Room. Um, okay. And so, what? what is your... So, obviously, one thing we talked about as well is like the perception of all of us there. Right, so like uh, the perception of all the security guards that we're all douchebags and that's our only job. And, okay, yeah. And we don't we don't do very much mm -hmm. with our lives. And, like that's it. Minimum wage. We live just to kick that person out who's sober. And yeah. Pick on him for no reason, no reason whatsoever. Rent a cop. Yeah. yeah. Right. Never gonna admit to or you know stop to anything. anything yet. Yeah. And then so so with that you probably got you probably heard that at the door when you wouldn't let people in is like oh you this is probably your only job. Yeah, frequently. Only job, minimum wage, yeah. rent a cop, all that stuff. Yeah, or uh, power tripping. Mm -hmm. yeah. Power tripping was a big one. Um, think you're a big deal, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, sometimes we're just having a game. Like, we had to kick you out. Like, we couldn't let you in. <laughs> I got a quota, man. I got, I got a toonie riding on this. I can't let you in the bar right now. Please uh, cry. Can you cry for me, please? Uh. So, so, working there, do you think, like, obviously, our perception changed from what it was at the beginning to the end? Mm hmm. How do you think that that was? Like the perception of us? Of like security. I, I don't know. Because you started when it was packed. Like it was a busy yeah. place. Yes. Uh, when I first yeah when I first started we were packed every Friday and Saturday for for months at a time. It died down when the kids went the students went back home for Christmas break. Oh yeah. And summer uh, and summer. Yeah. Um, summers were dead. Yeah, summers were dead. It was brutal. It was great, but I mean, there there may have been a shift in, in the change of us, or the perspective of perception of security when I started, because there were more of there were more of us. There were more patrons. We had a more intense job to do. Uh, we had to take care of more people and deal with more situations. As the years went on and the bar uh, attendance at the bar declined a lot. We had a smaller staff. Yeah, I remember we were going into one September. You, Devin, and myself were standing outside the Flying Dog one night, going, "We have eight guards, including us three, and Frosh Week is like three weeks away. We're we're, oh, we're, yeah. we're gonna have we're gonna have fifteen hundred people in the bar, and there's eight of us. We need to hire thirty people. How the hell is this, how the hell are we gonna a pull minimum this off? of thirty? Yeah, how are we gonna pull this off? Yeah. Um, but as the years went on, the steady uh, attendance just kept getting lower and lower. So we had a smaller staff on for security. Yeah. And we didn't have to deal with, with much moving forward because there, were, there weren't a lot of people there. There weren't a lot of things going on. So people weren't uh, as aggressive with us and you know, didn't really seem to uh, 
not necessarily take us too seriously, but didn't think that we were going to be able to just like to bash their heads in for no reason. Yeah. I know for me being a smaller guy compared to you guys, um, like you probably got the, so Jeff, you probably got the perception that like you're just there to fight. I'm there to fight and I'm there to clean up every little mess when someone's not listening. All I'm going to do is just walk in and reach over someone's shoulder and clock him in the face. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So you, you being a really tall guy as well, do you think you had that perception too that you're just like the house cleaner as well? Uh, a little bit. I think that that was actually one of the reasons that Bao came and asked me, "We want you to work front door. We need we need someone with size." Yeah. And I mean, Craig wasn't short, but he wasn't really tall either. He was a bit more round than anything else, I think. But um, Craig at the time, yeah, that's when he was doing his strong man. He was like three. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Eric's friend, Craig, not not not. Oh, no. that that one. Yeah, yeah. He, he was just creepy. Yeah, lesbian, weird. if you will. I was gonna say, like that Craig did strongman. No, there's no Holy. way. Holy! <laughs> no, that one. I don't know what he did. He was. He never talked to anybody. Paul Bear there. He was. He was into housing with, with, uh, with Pitsy. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, not as much as Jeff. Uh, Jeff having to be the house cleaner. Now, I, I, I would do some situations outside, but I, I didn't have a lot of that responsibility put on me most of the time. I mean, I don't know, because I'm tall, yeah, but I'm on the skinnier side of things. I'm not really big and muscular, so as, like, like Jeff's friend Craig, um, team alpha partner, like, he's 6'2", 3". Six, yeah, probably 6'2", 6'3". 6'2", 6'3". And and he's nothing but muscle. Yeah, at that time, he was doing his strongman. And he was doing man, strongman then, yeah. And that's he, right. he was floating between the 300 and 305 and 315 of just pure muscle. Pure muscle. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that responsibility would be put on you guys more than it was me. I mean, once in a while, yeah. When when some of the more experienced guys left, and I became more of a senior role, and I became top senior near the end. Yeah. Um, sure. Steve, you got a situation. Come help us out. Okay, let's deal with this. And I directed traffic a little bit more. And what's really good about you is you're very good at talking with people. So you don't need to always go hands-on. Things don't get escalated where you have to drag someone up. You're very good at talking them out and being able to talk them outside where everything can calm down it's not as stressful you're not yelling they're not yelling yeah and the situation can be diffused a lot easier well thanks Jeff. I, I i that's what i tried to do i mean i'm not opposed to getting into a fight at all but if i can if you can if i can talk it. a guy off a ledge yeah. to to get him to resolve this sure like I'll, I'll be i'll be first line to go in there and try to calm somebody or some situation mm -hmm. down and if that doesn't go well okay We'll, we'll step it up a little bit and see what happens. Yeah. But yeah, that was, I tried to do my best at that. Thanks, you're very good at it. Thank you. Yeah, you were. Which leads me to my next thing is, um, obviously, in a bar, it's not like Roadhouse, but there was fights. Yes. There was fights all the time. Um, so I remember one situation. I was trying to kick somebody out. And, and, and it, it was like a very calm thing. The guy wasn't doing anything. Uh, but then, like, but he, he he was getting irritated, obviously, because I was kicking him out. It was ruining his night, uh, and he was just because he was drunk. Shocker. So, and at that time, uh, it was just me. I think there's somebody else there. I was probably with like a, a female uh, bouncer as well, and a security guard. And then Steve was just walking by, and like you just heard something, so you stopped, and you were behind me, so I didn't notice you were there. And this, and the guy in front of him got even more irritated. He's like, "What? So you just called called your backup?" And I was like, "What?" And it's <laughs> go time. And I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Oh shit! 
So, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> I remember it. And I looked, I was like, oh, it's deep, okay. <laughs> okay. Did I do something? No, you just stood there, you were just listening. Oh, okay. Like, and then, because because you were behind me, he's like, oh, you have backup Oh, now. I see, okay. And I was like, okay. And like I, so like I said, like, I'm not the, the biggest guy, but I know how to defend myself. And that's kind of what I did there. Yeah. It's like helped everybody. Um, but did, did you ever get into any altercations there? Uh, a couple. I, I, I was, I, I think I'm very lucky in the sense I was only punched in the face, punched in the head twice yeah, in the six years. What was her name? I don't remember her. <laughs> no, the first one that hit me was a girl. Oh, okay. the first, the first they, time. they are the ones more likely to punch you they in the face. Swing yeah, like they will swing. Yeah, they will swing. They will try and kick you with their heels, stomp on your feet with their heels. That's right. the worst. They They're are vicious. the most violent things ever. Yeah. Deal, dealing with... Not to sound sexy, but dealing with women, drunk women at a bar who are angry is is worse than than six massive guys. It, it, it's terrible. One hundred percent. You know, you know when you watch like the older cartoons and like a fight would happen, it's just like a ball of dust and <laughs> that's exactly how women's fights were. Yep. I would, and then the aftermath, there'd just be hair and hair, nails. Yep. I was like, what's going Rarely on? Like, pieces of clothing, but per purses worst, spilt everywhere. The worst yeah. was like. Chunks of hair. Yeah, you would vicious. literally just feel like chunks of hair on the ground. Weaves like, coming out, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I don't know why, but they're just like ripping each other's clothes off. Like they'd be half naked half the time. Like I think complain about that part. No. Well, sometimes. No. Sometimes. I, I'm, I'm not sometimes. Uh, yeah. No, there, uh, there's a few every now and then. Yeah. It's just like oh, this. We need to stop this now, as opposed to letting yeah. letting it go an extra ten seconds to see what happens here. That's what I mean. Like you'd see like oh. You know, anytime you saw one, you're just like... Well, sometimes, oh. you, had, you know, first rule, <laughs> never go into a fight alone, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you had to wait for everyone to come help. Yes. You didn't want to jump in there and yeah. maybe, you know, get scratched or something. Yeah, that, would be, yeah. that would be annoying for the night. So yeah. wait for some more people to come okay. and see what happens. Exactly. 100%. Yeah, you, you go with backup. Yeah. That takes an extra two minutes of watching mm -hmm. two 21-year-old women... Turn each other's clothes off, and so be it. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Everyone's got to go home safe at the end of it. Well said. Well said, yeah. Okay, so you said the first one. Uh, the first one, the uh, first time I got punched was at the bar was by a girl. Uh, Scott Rowe, Push, myself, and I want to say someone else. I want to say there were four of us, but there's at least three of us. This it one. was Push, I was probably there. I don't, maybe. Maybe I know he didn't. He didn't go far from my side. Fair he enough. was a scared little puppy. Fair, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Uh, one girl got kicked out. She was drunk, throwing a hissy fit, and just sort of decided to like lie on the ground and not want to move. So okay. we each took an arm and a leg and just dragged her, or picked her up, and carried her away from the front door, away from that sort of area. Oh, this is outside. This is outside. Yeah. Oh, this okay, is all outside. Okay. Uh, we sort of run her out by the. Uh, by the sewer grate in the middle there where the dumpster was. I was going to say you brought her up by the... No, no, uh, no. bowling ball girl. <laughs> no, no bowling ball girl. Uh, and we put her down and she's 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 another one I'm going to call my dad. One of these, oh, he's a okay, cop type okay. things. And, uh, and we're like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. And she's lying down then she just stands up and hauls back and socks me right in the left cheekbone. Out of nowhere, I I scream bloody murder because so I don't did see. Did she jump coming. on a ladder and do this? Yeah, how did she jump on like George's shoulders? <laughs> like, how'd she, she get that? Out. 
Oh, she was the big old. She, no, no, she she was a, a skinny little thing. Like, player. Tall. What's going on here? <laughs> she she was tall. She was probably about five nine, five ten. Oh, okay. And just and swung up and caught me, and uh, it shocked me more than it hurt. It hurt a little bit because I never you punch in the in the cheekbone out of nowhere. This skinny little bony ass hand, and uh, and I stumbled back out of shock, and you guys take care of her or whatever. And I'm just like, Did what the hell just happened? No, it didn't move. Nothing moved that night. You're like the hottest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> She's a fighter. <laughs> uh, and then that got taken care of. The second time was... Uh, so, okay, in the first episode, because I haven't had the privilege to listen to it yet, yeah. did you describe how the entrance is at the bar? No. No. Okay. Um, at Revolution, there was about a 30-foot ramp coming up from the driveway to the main entrance covered by an awning. Yeah. And typically... When we worked the front door, we were at the very bottom of the ramp, so if we had to kick somebody out, we just opened the barricade and they walk out. For some reason, this night, George and I are halfway up the ramp. Uh, it may have been, it wasn't raining, but for some reason, we just, it may have been an event, we just got pushed up the ramp, we couldn't keep up with the people because they were being annoying. Oh, yeah, 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 that happens a lot. Yeah. Um, young fella comes up, clearly hammered, telling me he can't come in, whatever, fine. He's going on, I have a speech impediment. I'm, I took some medication today, whatever, fine. Making any excuse he can, I'm like, no, you're drunk. You might have a speech impediment in there, but you're also drunk. I can't let you in the bar. And he's not figuring it out, so I say, okay, let's go outside the, the line and we'll talk and I'll explain it to you fine. Yeah. So we walk down the line, leaving poor George by himself to deal with a whole bunch of people. Devin comes with me. I go over the whole thing, why well, I can't let you in, you're drunk, yada, yada, yada. Um, all right, man, that's it. We're done here. He goes, we're done here? Yes. I turn around to start walking back in. He sucker punches me in the back of the head, the back part of the right side of my head. And then I see stars and, and hit the ground. Because I don't see it coming. Uh, Devin grabs him, wrestles him to the ground, and uh, like sort of pins him on the ground next to the barricade where everybody else is. I come to, it was only a couple seconds, I guess, but I come to and I rush over. And I go to give this kid the biggest haymaker I can I can muster up as I'm sort of going down on my knees. And it was some combination of either me mentally chickening out and not wanting to hit him, yeah. Devin moving him, him moving him a little bit, but I whiffed. Yeah, I caught nothing but it. <laughs> I went, whew, I think I hit my shoulder in the process. And then hold him down a little bit more. And then manager James comes over and gives him the dad talk. Yeah. Starts yelling at him like a father. And then, uh, then you come out. I know you were involved in someone else too. Uh, and we pick him up, he starts walking away, and he's chirping me the whole time, and, and you said, he's he's not going to go away until you go away, yeah. Mandy says this to me, and uh, so I turn around and go back up to the line, no, no, I go over to Old Smoke, and Jeffy comes with me, and we go over there, and, uh, and I think I had two cigarettes in about four minutes, because I am just vibrating yeah. with adrenaline, because I, I was pissed off, I'd never really been hit that hard mm -hmm. before. And, uh, yeah, it was, and you're sort of like smiling, like you got hit. Okay, cool. You're fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, now, now you're in it. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about it. Yeah. So it was, those are the two times I really got properly popped. You know, you, you take an elbow. Take an elbow, a graze. Sure. Yeah. But the first, the two times I've really been properly hit were those, were those two. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, one thing I did mention last, last week is, so I've been, I've been hit once. No, no, actually, it's been a big fight one time that I actually got, like, my number called. Okay. Right? Um, and that was when, like, a huge fight broke out 
inside and outside and there's like 200 people fighting in the parking lot Jesus. and then the hell's angels came at that time and then one of the big guys i think his son was trying to become a member or something and he was just kind of like all up in that type of life he got me and then this, this random guy that I didn't know, he came and like saved me. All I hear, like I was telling this guy, I was like, I'm down, it's over, like you won. Sure. And then all I hear is boom. And then this guy goes flying, hits a car, and I hear it a couple more times. I turn around, it's this is like short guy. Um, he was from Elmira. But then like from that day, like he he always like anytime I saw him, I was like, yep, yeah, you can go in. You're you're free to go in. Wow. Um, but that that was one time, and then it's the second time that I got hit. Um, was also from behind, so I was watching the line, um, and and you, some whoever else was dealing with the kickouts and stuff like that behind me. So he must have done something. Ever trying to get him into a cab, and then he, this one Bubba was still there. And, oh, wow, we're going back there. Yeah, and then I was, I was facing the line, watching everybody, and then from behind somebody came and just smoked me right in the back of the head. I didn't go out, but I know. I hulked out so much. I, <laughs> I yelled so loud and I chased this guy down. Nice. And I forget who it was. I think it might have been Devin. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, and this guy, he, he was really fast. But at that point, I was the fastest human being. <laughs> and I, I got, I got away from that You're not getting away with doing that. Because I was like, I didn't do anything to you. I don't know you. But you weren't even involved in the situation. No. no. You just had that target on your back that said, punch me in the back of the head like I'm a donkey. Yeah. yeah. So I was, You had a jacket that said security. Yeah. It, yeah. I was so angry. I, I, I It was probably George who kicked him out too and then he took it out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking George. <laughs> so, yeah. So you, so you must have been hit. I can't even remember all the times I've been hit. I can imagine. I had very bad reflexes for that. Where I see it coming, and I go, oh shit, I should move and do something about this. My body goes, nah. Nah. <laughs> just take it. Just take it. And then you watch it in slow motion come up and hit you, and you go, fuck. <laughs> you kind of come back down and open your eyes and just kind of blankly stare at him like, well, now nah, you did it. That wasn't smart. <laughs> and then your eyes open really wide. And then their eyes open really wide because they realize, hey, I just punched this big guy. He didn't go down. I'm in trouble. <laughs> and you give him that little nod of, yeah, you are. You are. But I, I can't count how many times I've been punched. The, wor the worst was for me, because I was the smallest one. So people would come and look at all of you, be like, no, you. Yeah. I, I pick you. Okay. So so glad when George showed up. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> pick George. <laughs> go hit George. Yeah. So did, did you, <clears throat> so usually when you, you got into fights though, Jeff, um, you if you got punched, you'd hit, you'd feel the first one, mm -hmm. and then you wouldn't feel any of the other ones. No, it, right? Yeah, your adrenaline like it would spike, and then you're you're you don't care what happens. You can get punched in the elbow, and then it's like, oh, you know, they hit you from behind. You're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, they they're wailing on you, and I've you're out off. You're like, I don't remember that at all. No. You, you, you can end up with it's it's terrible because you really need to watch out for a bunch of things. But you get hit and you can get like tunnel vision. You're sure. focused on that guy, that one thing, that's it. And then you don't see that other guy coming out from beside you with the bottle to hit you. With his buddy, yeah. 
you don't see him coming up ready to boot you in the face. You're focused on that one guy. And it took me a few years of getting punched from the side to be like, all right, yeah, he hit me. I'm gonna hold him down and deal with this. And then I'm gonna kind of look around. Head on the swivel. Yeah. And then make sure I'm okay before I kill this guy. Yeah. That's, oh, that's fair. Yeah, you, you definitely, you, you turn into like the Terminator, like I'm going to destroy you now. 100%. Right? You did this to me, now I need to destroy yeah. you. Yeah. Um, but I would find that I usually found out that I got hit the day after. Because I'd have like a bruise and a weird spot. <laughs> Random bruise or a bump and like, man, my head really hurts. I got headaches still. I would get bruises. Like I, I, I had like a welt the one day in my leg. Is like, what happened? And then there was like a Friday that that happened. So I went on a Saturday and I was like trying to recreate what happened. And I was like, oh, I hit this stool because it's right here. <laughs> Is that level? The stool, the table on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the couch. I'm, I went over a few couches before. Sure. Ended up with giant bruises. I'm like, how did this happen? And then same sort of thing. You're walking by, you're like, Oh, no, this makes sense. I rolled over the couch with this guy. No wonder my ribs hurt. Oh, man. And they had those sharp tables, the sharp square tables. Mm -hmm. so oh. like, they were bolted to the ground, a few of them. Too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So when you get like launched back into one, if someone like all of a sudden like overpowered you, launched you in, like, oh, that's going to leave a mark. Mm -hmm. That's why it's always good to have two people. Because yeah. um, you down over there? Because this guy's hell. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is hell right now. <laughs> okay. So, what, is it something you would do again, working a bar? Uh, if you were in your 20s, not, not now. Oh, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> right, now. <laughs> right now. Right now, not a chance. Now uh, I, I would you wouldn't go back to a bar is open up, no license needed. If I, if I, it depends who I'm with. Yeah. If, if I, if I can recreate as much of the same crew as we Let's, let's hear your dream team. Oh, who's on your dream team? Is, is this overall or like who's with me on tour? Are we getting specific here or just who, who's on security with security me? Security overall. Security yeah. in general? Let's okay. see your top 10. Do you have 10? Oh, sure. Yeah, let's, go, 10. let's go top 10. Is this outside of our eight as well? Sure. Yeah. Okay, top fine. 10. Whatever your top 10. Okay, fine. Uh, you, you've, you own your own bar. Okay. You're going to hire your... your <laughs> You're gonna hire your security team. Okay. And we're in our 20s, so we're still agile. We're still good, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to have Bubba back. Yep. Yeah, that sure. would be nice. Um, Darren Colley. Okay. Adam McCammond. One way or another. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, Adam. Um, uh, Brad Phillips. <laughs> Say yeah. again? Brad Phillips. Brad Phillips. I thought you said Beth. I was like, what? Uh, no, no Beth. <laughs> no. Brad, okay, Brad, yeah, I, yeah. Brad, yes, I would, yes, Brad yes. I would like to have there. Um, as much as, as much shit as he egged on and made, started himself. <laughs> any, any, frequently. One thing I'll say about him, anything he started, he finished. He finished, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. He what, what, whatever he may have spurred on, it, it, he ended it as well, that's fine. Um, I mean, you guys, uh, Jeff, Mandy, Devin, Aaron, uh, Pitsy, I would have there. Um, George. Oh, there's. Is that your time? That's at least 10, yeah, for sure. My 10, 11 right there. Uh, me, I would have me there too, because I would like to be at the bar I work at that I own. You're the owner. You're, you're just there getting drunk. No, no, I'm not. No? You wouldn't be the owner and be at front door. Why not? Super surprise nights, yeah. Surprise I, I, nights. I, yeah, I, I, I go for the like Halloween or St. Patty's Day, something like that. Ooh, Halloween until Ooh. Uh, until cover starts. Then I got to float around because then money's involved. I'm, I'm, I'm important. I got to watch out for that. Yeah. Um, oh, that, that's. 
I've had a hard time remembering a lot of people too. It, 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 it is a long time ago. They're not memorable. Yeah, well, I mean, be on your... it's not like you're gonna pick Pitts as Craig. No, no, that's true. Uh, I'll bring Bow in too. I'd be okay with Bow there. He could handle himself. Uh, what about Clay? Remember Clay? You put him on your team? I. He wasn't scared. I don't know girls. Well, no female. On your well, they're, they're not in my top ten, but I take females too. <laughs> um, I, I always found some girls are so good at talking guys out. Yeah, it is always sure. it is always great to have. Like I think we were talking about one last week, where you get this tiny little girl who's just able to go up to the biggest guy and not have them feel intimidated and just walk them out. Sure. So easy. Yes. So yeah, easy. Yeah. Chantel. Yes. Chantel, Tasha. Yeah. yeah, Chantel was a, a really good guard when we worked together. Yeah. Even Sharpie. Yeah, Sharpie had a good attitude, I thought. Uh, Susanna. Before my time, she was gone before I started. Oh, really? Yeah, she, she was really good. good. That's too good. Yeah. Okay. Mark <laughs> <Or> Moses? <laughs> no. <laughs> Pass. I'm sorry. Never mind. Moses. Eh. <laughs> 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 what is your favorite time of the year to work? Eric Benesso. Eric Benesso. Sorry, just favorite time to work? Yeah. Like, did you have a special holiday? Did you, like, Halloween or Christmas, 12 bars, funny uh, hop? It's, it's, it's weird to try to think about that because, like, Halloween, 12 bars, funny hop, uh, Christmas time, any, any big event, mm -hmm. a big DJ night, perhaps, um, New Year's. Yeah. Those were the busiest, craziest nights where the lineup outside is insane. We're at max capacity. Uh, Halloween, you're trying to chase down Popeye who beat up like this flower girl on the other side. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't know what to do. Um, yeah. The 12 bars and the bunny hop, the, the pub crawls for the university kids, they were bananas because we were always the last stop for mm -hmm. them. So they've already had, oh yeah, yeah, you know, they've had their four, yeah, six, 12 different shots, shots whatever. Um, and then they come to us, all lit up. Um, plus the captain's trying to bring in their spare friends that are gotta get them in the line. Captain, I forget. I used oh. to have a captain come. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, and so, then they'd be adamant. I don't have to wait in line. I'm a captain. I've got twelve people with me. Let yeah. me in. All right. Maybe I'll have to wait in line, but I'll let you in when I'm good and ready. Yes. Your red shirt doesn't mean much to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. You can dial it back. You see me dealing with these other six guys, very angry. Probably want to punch me in the face. I'm gonna deal with them before I, I get. Get you. Don't worry. Exactly. We'll get you though. Exactly. You can look like a big shot for these other girls in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Let me do my thing first. Uh, I, I liked I like New Year's because we had to get everybody in by a certain time, so it's not like it's not like it's not like lines being dragged out yeah. in front. But it, it is. It was chaos inside. Oh, um, it's so bad. But yeah. but one thing about New Year's that I'll say is that. Um, Man, those girls dressed up nice. They did. Oof. They did. Yeah, they did. Friends. But the one thing I didn't like was enforcing the dress code. Yeah, I, I had a kid. This kid immediately comes to mind. You say dress code. Okay, so New Year's at at Revolution was like uh, suits for the guys, nice dress for the girls. Yeah. Uh, you know, no running shoes, no yeah. jeans. It is a, it's a fancy no, it's, event. It's a it's yeah. a fifty dollar ticket. You get a champagne toast and the glass and all the yeah. free food inside. All yeah. the balloons coming down. Um, 
I had friends who uh, were like blow those balloons up like a couple days before, and their fingers would be bleeding and blistering. I remember I doing that from like Dallas and things. Yeah, and other fires. It was brutal, yeah. but like hundreds of. It was a big fancy event. Yeah, you dress to impress, dress up, look good, and I had one one young man come in by himself, uh, no date, nothing. He's got like <coughs> a decent pair of like Vans running shoes on, some yeah. khakis. And an argyle sweater. Not even a nice, nice argyle sweater. And and I and I and he hands me the ticket. I look at him and go, "Where's your suit? Is this is this as most dressed up as you can get?" He's like, "I don't own a suit." You're 21. How do you not own a suit? Have you never been to a wedding or a funeral before? I, I don't. I don't understand this. But he's paid the money. This is the best shit he owns. The fancy stuff he owns. I I could tell him to go away. I'm like, okay, fine, go. Do what you can, and then guys try to pass off like three hundred dollar, you know, uh, running shoes that are sort of like maybe leather right, or any right. sort of fancy as like their dress shoes. Like, no, these are not dress shoes. Mm -hmm. Where's your Oxfords? Show me your button down. Show me your full Windsor knot. I, I I need this has to be nice, but this is dressed up for you. So it's it is hard to enforce. Yeah, one thing I wanted to do at the at the, like the peak of all of that, like making sure we were enforcing dress code, because at the end they stopped doing it, and you could wear whatever, because yeah. it was like the trend at that time. Um, but I always wanted to go like Value Village, buy all of their dress pants and all of their shoes, and just sell them for like a hundred bucks a pop yeah. outside. Hand them outside. Yeah. I remember you actually mentioned that one one year. Yeah. yeah. Like, this would be a genius, but I always would forget. Yeah. But I was like, this would be great. This, and then you could always return it. Whatever you didn't sell, you returned. <laughs> you, you, no, you donate. Or you donate. You donate it back. Yeah. That would have been like an ingenious idea. That's would have made so much money. <laughs> I'd, uh, but I, I'd say maybe uh, New Year's was fun, but probably probably Bunny Hop because because yeah. uh, twelve bars, everyone was cold and it was shitty. But Bunny Hop, things were starting to warm up. It was nice and uh, less clothes on. Halloween. Halloween was a great time. Oh, Halloween was good too. That's yeah. the leather pants for you. Lots of shiny, shiny pants. pants. Oh yeah, that was your pants. thing. Right? The shiny pants. I, I like I like the, the look of shiny pants on on most women, and uh, usually made a comment to, the, to them when they showed up. Um, I remember one Halloween, there were three girls that walked up, and they had like like blue, orange, and pink shiny pants, and like like a tank top. And I think I lost my mind and ran inside, and so I didn't have to talk to them and deal with it because I knew you guys would bust my balls the entire time I was dealing with these girls. I'm like, nope, not doing it. Go to the bathroom. Bye. <laughs> that that was doesn't it. sound like something I would do. Yes, it does. It sounds exactly like something you would do. I, 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 I apologize. You probably <laughs> <on> that <laughs> now, Do you have a most memorable moment from when you were working there? Is there anything that specifically stands out? Where you something stopped you in track and went, holy crap. Any fight? Anything? A fight, yes. Uh, well, getting punched in the back of the head, uh, like I talked about before, that was, that was the first time I'd really been hit mm -hmm. hard. Like in your life? Yes. Oh, well, yeah. well, I mean, uh, in a fight aggressively, like right. someone comes, just bam, out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't mean like when you. You go to the cottage and, and Devin lines up to tee off and he hits you. <laughs> he hits you with the ball when you're beside him and not even in front of him. Oh. Like I'm not talking about that type of hit. I'm no, talking I'm talking about being punched. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember one fight. There, there was a brief period of time where, when the door would close, um, Eric would stay out front to manage the manage the front, the front sure door. Everyone else went back in after coming out. Correct. Uh, no reentry. And then Cody Houston and I 
would go to the bottom, the bottom of the hill yep. at the front of the driveway oh, to yeah. keep keep try to direct traffic down there, keep people yeah. with the cabs coming in, and mm -hmm. if any problems happen downstairs, we could call it in. And uh, one night, Code and I were down there, and uh, a Code Three, which is a fight, turned into a Code Four, which is a brawl that yeah. happened sort of inside and then spilled into the parking lot. And it was one of like the bad, like the bad like drug guys gotcha. from, from the area. Um, him and his boys started causing a fuss with like two other groups. So this fight from like three or four people is now blossomed into about 40 people. Gotcha. And which brings in others. So it's like a hundred, I don't think it's the same 200 person fight you were talking about before, but. Mine was like, probably before all of you guys worked there. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but it was like a hundred people running all around the parking lot, trying to fight someone else. Dude who was like ringleader of the whole thing, I hear him get on his phone and call somebody and he goes, hey, get your boys and bring the knives. Mm, wow. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, come, no, fuck, just, no, let, run away, go, to, go down the street, go home. And it, it was probably about 15, 20 minutes before anybody, like before the cops showed up, I think we called the cops a bit late anyway, because we can typically handle our shit up there. Yeah. We don't really need to call the cops. Um, but the cops showed up and then everybody dissipated and went away and it, that 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 the biggest probably scariest fight brawl whatever i was somewhat involved in at least in, in, involved in some capacity just because this guy's calling reinforcements and they're calling to bring weapons now yeah and there's 100 something people in the parking lot throwing shit and there's 22 of us yeah and no one's inside the bar there's no security inside the bar everybody from dog and rev were outside trying to calm this down no one was inside yeah and it was like what if something else happens that that was that was sort of like a, oh, oh fuck this is kind of scary moment yeah and i was worried about that that one really stands out yeah. that was a you grab someone you hit them you hit them hard so that you you take that fight out of them yeah moments yeah and like you you watch for your boys and then if it gets bad you step back and you, you just let it go. Let it go, yeah. There's, there's no point in us getting hurt for something they're causing. Yeah. That, that, I remember that happened a couple other times too where there's a massive fight in the parking lot or there was a fight with some uh, a biker gang inside Rev one night after you left, I think. No, no, I remember. You that one? Okay. The ones from Toronto. Yes. Yes, yes from Toronto. I was there. They were massive and they're like, you guys are the, are the security? I was like, yeah. yeah. You guys are a joke. One, 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 of, one, of their, one of the moms, she was like, you guys, your security here is a joke. And as I'm standing next to her, watching 14 people beat the shit out of each other, I'm like, yes, yes we are. And I'm, I'm trying to get, Brian, get out of there. Talk, get out of there. Yeah. Like, we're letting these guys hammer out their differences. We're not getting involved in this. This is not our beef. Yeah. And there's no point in you getting hurt for no, no reason. No, exactly. The one guy's arm was bigger than my head. And I was like, <laughs> I, I am not going to stop you. I will talk to you politely to ask yeah. you to leave. When you're done, I will walk you out yeah. so that no one else tries to fight you. Would you like a water? Maybe yeah. some club soda with lime. Can I get anything else? Want a towel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was probably one of the bigger ones. Yeah. For me. Um, okay, you know what? One story I remember about you as well. Oh boy. Um, is, so you, you were notorious about having your monster <laughs> Your monster before work. Was it monster or rockstar? Uh, it was monster, typically, yeah. Yeah, it was monster. Yeah. 
Okay, so, <laughs> so, so Steve would always bring his monster, and sometimes, sometimes two. So, no, okay, some rarely sometimes. Yeah, yeah. but uh, he would he would come. He put down his cigarettes, put down his monster on the little ledge of yeah. the tunnel, and then start like building um, the barricade for everyone to come in. Um, it was for some reason I, either we were late or people showed up early one night. Oh, early, yeah. They, I think they showed up early because it was cold or something, so they wanted to be in the tunnel. But Steve had still done the same thing, put his stuff down, it was building the barricade, and I was I had just shown up, and then. It's, I, and then Steve was there. So you remember this? I absolutely remember this, yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I'm enjoying this. You, okay. you go for it. So then I, I showed up and then I see Steve looking and he has this, he has this look where he always like licks his teeth when he's like annoyed. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's so true. Okay. And then, um, then he goes, can I talk to you for a second? I said, me? And he's like, yeah, yeah, come. So we went to the top of the tunnel. He looks at me, he goes, is that douchebag right there? And I was like, which one? And he look, he's like, the one drinking the monster. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's like, that's my monster. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I was like, um, all right. So again, he, he does the lick his teeth because he's annoyed. That one right there. Uh -uh. Yeah. We walk down and then you like belittle this guy. You're like, I, I, I tore him a new one, yeah. That's true. And then we we take him out of line. It wasn't like nobody there. So, you, so yeah, you like question him. You're like, so where did you get that? Yeah. He's like, the store. <laughs> Got from the store. And he's like, really? How much was it? <laughs> Which store did you buy it from? And then and you're, and I don't know where you're like, you're sure you didn't find it right there? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was snow, and you're like, there's the ring right there where the can used yeah, to be. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I might have got it from there. He's like, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking mine. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you make him go buy you a new one before you let him No, in? because Mandy came in and said, five bucks. Yeah. Give my friend five bucks right now for this thing, for that monster. And he goes, really? Yes. Or you don't come in or something like that. Yeah. And uh, took five bucks out of his pocket, gave it to me. And... He apologized, like, cool, thanks, man, have a good night. Super happy after that, but like, for about two or three minutes, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you're getting drilled into the ground. That was my, that was one of my favorite stories of yours, because you were so annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I was so pissed. Because you, you, I think, I think you probably had like a long week and you wanted that monster. Yes, that, that's the only energy drinks I ever drank were Friday night before we opened the door and Saturday before we opened the door. Or at least when the door opened, we got going just to get a little pep for the rest of the night, because I typically had a long day leading into that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Eric and Devin hit them on me once in a while, too, just, like, cover them in snow so I couldn't find them. And or shove them down the little side there. Oh, between yeah. the tarp and whatever. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, but to see a kid... Blatantly drink in your face. Like, like, didn't even try to, like, go around the corner to hide yeah. and, like, slam the back. Check no. it real quick. I'm gonna... It picks it up here and crack and good. No. You, you, you ignorant piece of shit. Nah, I'm gonna, like, give me... Give, give, give me my friend five bucks. Okay, fine. Enjoy your night. Go, I was livid. Did you kick him out five minutes later? No. You. I don't. I, I'm, I'm outside the front like, door. Use your powers like you're supposed like, to. Like, like everyone thinks we do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Power trip. Yeah. No. I, uh, yeah, I think he made it through the rest of the night and he apologized again on the way out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That was. <laughs> I forgot that about was, that kid. Man. I didn't. I was. <laughs> I'm so glad you remembered that story. About that oh. happening. 
Uh, I, I, and I, I felt completely justified and felt good about it after when you said, give my friend five bucks. I'm like, okay, good. I got back up in this. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> I typically didn't drink them. So I was like, how much does it cost? Like four something. I was like, give him five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never drink. You never I, I did at the beginning, but then I was like, these things are like horrible for you. Oh, they were terrible. 100%. Yeah. They were so good. Yeah. And then, then I looked up some of your ingredients because like, I'm, like, you know, you sh- something you should never do is look up the ingredients of something. Oh no, That's what especially if you did. like it. If you like yeah. it, just leave it. Because I think one ingredient in them was uh, taurine. Yeah, taurine. Yeah, is a big one. It you know still what, is. You know what taurine is? Yeah, it's basically it's like another caffeine that helps yeah. give you the energy. Yeah. But what it actually is, no. And if you start talking about it, I'm gonna put my fingers in my ears. And <laughs> I, I don't want you to ruin it for me because I still live on them. Okay, well, like, tor, taurine. What do you think it comes from? The lips of an angel. Are well, you trying to give us a science lesson right now? No. So tor, taurine, taurine means like Taurus. Taurus is a bull. It actually is comes from a bull's nuts. It's, it's, it's like a, a chemical that comes out of their nuts. That's fine. I'm okay with this. Okay. So when you drink it and say strong like bull, you strong like bull. Well, you strong, strong like bull, smart like tractor. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> That's fine with me. That just. I'm okay with this. That's fine. Yeah. I'll drink some bull semen. Yeah. Mount, Mountain Dew apparently killed your your semen as a kid. Anyways. Yes, it's true. That that was that was a huge rumor. Yeah, going around Mountain like Dew. But I mean that that was that was like the first real energy drink was Mountain Dew because it had yeah. a bunch more caffeine mm-hmm. in it that, that that no one ever really knew about. Yes. For the longest time. I always found it was never like carbonated properly. It was almost like oh. a flat juice type thing. Flat <laughs> juice. Flat juice. It was never juice good. Is, so. Okay, flat juice? Like, you jubilee drink juice that's carbonated? Yeah, it's sparkling juice. Uh, sparkling juice, fancy pants over here. Look at bougie over yeah. here, oh my god. Wow, mine, mine consists of apple. Baby or orange. From a can. Yes. From frozen. From a can? Yeah. You guys yeah. had those? From concentrate, yeah. yeah. We had we had bags, we had bags of juice. Bag, like, we have bagged milk, you have bagged juice? Yeah. I've never seen bag juice. Bag juice. Back in the day, that's what everything came in. So Bro, we, I'm older than you. What do you mean back in the day? What day was this? Like Tuesday? Yeah, bag juice. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, bars came frozen in a can. Yeah. You, you dump it, you pour water, you stir, you, you mash it with a spoon. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, we, we had those little can things. Yeah, from Concentrate, yeah. Uh, was it Minute Maid? Minute Maid, yes. Concentrate, yeah. 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 Orange juice, fruit, I punch, lemonade, strawberry yeah. lemonade, all that shit. You know what was from I really liked is High C. Oh boy, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Oh, I said like a bigger can. Yep. Like, are you supposed to use half of this or all of it? The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Always the whole thing. Yes. Sunny Delight is garbage. Oh yeah, I'm I, going I, on I never liked it. I had it maybe once or twice. It would like burn my throat. Yes, yeah. there was a weird mm-hmm. chemical something like in yeah. the tickle the back there. I yeah. never liked it. Okay, awful. I, see, I thought it was just me who had that tickle because I was like maybe I was allergic no. to it or no. something. You who was another one I, w- I didn't get big into. Yeah, I don't think I ever had. That was the chocolate milk. It, it, it's it's still special. Chocolate water. Dude. Yeah, it, was it wasn't weird. milky to me. It was just chocolate, chalky. chocolate malt, something, yeah. something. Yeah, it was like its own weird brand of chocolate milk. Because mm-hmm. you know we get like Beatrice and Cialis and stuff like that. This was YooHoo. Mm-hmm. Huge mistake. Still is. Yeah, I, I had buddies who kids growing up and my friends. They had it all the time and well, not, not for me. No, thank you. No, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see if we can find some. Maybe try it. It seems weird though. This is like, it's watered down milk. It's, I don't think it's actually even milk. Is it's it? substitute? Kind uh, of. Yeah, I think it's chocolate malt. Yeah. 
And water. I think that's what it is. It's not necessarily chocolate milk. No, it's, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, which is not for me. So okay. bull, bull testicles. We're back on this. I uh, know. So so the other thing I was gonna talk about is uh, so we always hung out at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> we always hung out at the beginning of work and. and that was a fun tangent. I'm sorry. That was a nice little tangent. That, that was good. Okay. Um, but it's actually what we're talking about now is actually leads into what we did after work. Oh, that was the best. That was my favorite part of the whole night. Yeah. Yeah. So what 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 would you do? When when I first started, we would go to the Tim Hortons. Go to yeah. a Tim Hortons that was close by, usually up on like University, like the exit for University in '85. Yes. Um, and we'd go there and and get a coffee and uh, and the ladies, the sweet olderish ladies yeah, behind yeah. the counter at three in the morning, they knew we were coming. They had extra donuts put out. They they had fresh coffee made and tea ready to go. Yeah. And we go there and we sit for half an hour, 45 minutes, whatever. Shoot the shit, talk about the night, get to know each other over a coffee and a couple donuts and and, and then go our separate ways, everybody goes home. It was nice, wind down, let steam off a little bit at the end of the night. And as the years went on, we ended up going to the Mel's Diner. Yes, that's and, what we talked about last week. Yeah, the greasy spoon, oh, that was, that, oh. Was, uh, that was nice. Cause you get a booth and it's, <coughs> and a lot of other bar security went to that mm -hmm. Mel's too. So it would be like four yeah. tables of patrons and eight tables of bar security. Yeah. It was the safest place around. Yeah. It was it was a great time and yeah. The the funniest so one of the Mel's diner stories that I have is is there was this is back when Fubar was still around. Okay. So, so it was a long time. So so all the rev guys would go there, people from Fubar, Dallas, everywhere. Dallas wasn't around, but it was it was elements and wax. And oh, Ella, okay. Ella, okay. Yeah. But like everyone from Party Town yeah. used to be there. Uh that's how I actually met Donus. Mm -hmm. Um someone yeah. come. Um, and then this one guy came in, this like this, this bigger juice monkey, was, and then he was just like all like hyped up. He's like, oh my god! And he just started yelling inside Mel's, and he's like, oh man, you guys should have seen what I just did. And, and, I remember this one. Yes, I remember this. Yeah, and then it was like we're like, oh okay, like what'd you do? He's like, oh man, I just beat up a security guard behind Mel's, and I was like, interesting. <laughs> and like thirty guys stand up. The whole place goes quiet. Everyone just kind of stops. You hear like utensils clink, waters go down, and then you hear the chairs. Like, uh, and then everyone. And then the, like the look on his face no shit. was like that. What? Because he I just fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he he didn't see what we're all wearing, but when he stood up, he saw security on everyone's jacket. <laughs> yeah, he did not have a good night. Yeah. Wow. Who? Who? What? What bar? Did the guy get beat up from? It was the, it was I think. Did anybody know? I didn't know the guy. No. Okay. I, I don't know if I actually found out who it was. Okay. No. Or if it actually happened. <laughs> I know he got beat up out front. I'm sure. <laughs> By thirty plus guards. Yeah. It was just bad. I don't think I ever saw that guy again. If I did, he would wasn't he, he, he wasn't about to, to admit it. Yeah, he moved to Sudbury. Yeah. It's, it's all over. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. But Mel's Diner was always a great place. Um, Horrible food. But you there's, know, there's a legit fly in my eyes. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Order an iced tea, and there's an ice cube. There's a real fly in an actual ice cube, like not a not a prank oh, one. Yeah, not that big rubber one. <laughs> and I just know, and I just stopped. Like, there's a legit fly in my eyes. Yeah. Can I get a new one, please? That was fun. You know what? So like, the food there was horrible. It, I'm still digesting it. <laughs> Fifteen years later. 
But like when you're eating it at the time, because it was really late. It, is, it was the best thing. There. It was so good. I went there. Until that drive home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. Oh god. Oh, 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 oh no. Lucky the roads are clear. I can speed a little. Yeah. I always had to wait till the morning after and then like unleash my fury on my oh, toilet. <laughs> but so I went there once during the daytime, like on a weekend. It looks completely different. It looks different and the food is even more garbage. It was worse? Really? It was worse. <laughs> I was like, you have less to make and it's it's worse. Um, but but I was like, why is it good on the weekends? But and I was like, it's because we're really tired. Yeah, yeah and that's the means, only thing you're tired. Cool. You're hungry. It's three in the morning. Yeah. Four Some, o'clock. If, it, if it's sometimes really bad three in the morning, like you're laughing so early. Yeah. Sure. And you figure after reports, talking for a little bit, everyone getting together, finally getting a table. Sometimes. Yeah. You won't sit down till four thirty. Sometimes five. Yeah. I remember. I remember a group of us left. One day, and the sun was, it was just starting to get light out. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It was like five or something. Yeah. And we out of there because it was a really long, bad night at the bar. Yeah. And just like you said, reports talking, and then we're leaving. And it's like, I have to get up in four hours to go to my other job. Like, your other job. You're only a bouncer. I'm only, it's I'm, your only job. What are you talking about? Ignorant me. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. I have my, my, <laughs> my minimum wage rent a yeah. cop job. Yes. Idiot me. Yeah. But fuck. Yeah. That was, but that was nice. I, I thought that was a really good way to wind. So you don't you don't end yeah. the night being mad, upset, stewing on that whatever happened during the night. You're able to let everything go, relax. Yep. The, big, the biggest thing is you are able to relax. You don't yep. go home still pent up about stuff. Yeah, you can talk about it with mm -hmm. someone who's been there uh, with, with yep. a senior guy who understands that. Yeah, this happened, man. You could handle it like this next mm -hmm. time, or you know, call for backup, or whatever. And you talk about it, you work it out, you feel good, you have a donut, you have some pancakes, you go home. Yeah. And you, you sleep okay. Or if it was you, you had everyone yeah. else's food. Everyone's meal. Well, listen, if I don't like having the food go to waste, this is what I'm here for. No, no, I, there was somebody who came with us, and I'm pretty sure they got up to go to the bathroom. Oh, that was, that was... Not, that wasn't after the bar, that was like uh, at a restaurant with like George and Pitts, it was like girls that he knew or something like that, like at a Montana's or some shit. Oh, was it your birthday? Was it your birthday? Oh, it might have been. I think it was your birthday. Um, because if it was Montana's, yes, yes, yes it was. Yeah. It was at Montana's. Jeff, was that your birthday? We did have a couple of birthdays at Montana's, okay. yeah. It was because that it was. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Horse piece? Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this girl got up for like five minutes, went to the bathroom. Yeah, Trish. Yes. It was her Trish. It, it was, was her, Trish. It was yes. her spin dip or something. Uh, quesadilla. No. Quesadilla. Quesadilla. She asked. Steak she offered you a little bit of it or something, and then Maybe. she came back and it was it's gone. gone. I thought <laughs> <laughs> you thought she was done. What are you? <laughs> but didn't I didn't I buy her another one? I think no, no, well, I don't think so. <laughs> I think she went. Oh, it was okay. She tried to play it off. It was, it's okay. I, I was done anyways. I'm not that hungry. It's done anyways, but I didn't start. <laughs> I had a dinner party. I owe that girl a quesadilla. Fuck that bitch. Trish, if you're listening, I owe you a quesadilla. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Fuck you too. All right, fine. <laughs> I don't like you either. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So you know, I think, I think like we've said is is the memories we have from from the things that we've done there are lasting. Absolutely. And we built great friendships from it as well, mm -hmm. right? Um, would you recommend it to anybody else to become a security? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. If, if, 
like it can be intimidating to think okay you watch roadhouse once you don't want that to be your whole thing you don't want guy to like step on the heel of his boot and have a knife come out the front of the toe like that, fuck okay. i don't and, and then <laughs> and, the then, to have to, and then to have to fight him listen uh, that's fine okay fine then have to fight him <laughs> um but like it, i've it's, seen roadhouse i know when he goes up kick <laughs> grab his like yes you break his knee. You break his knee. I've seen this movie. It's not my first rodeo. Did you not learn from Roadhouse? Come on now. Yeah. Yes, we all, yes, we all learn from Roadhouse one way or another. Okay. You, you'd fit right in with that mustache of yours. I, yes, I would back then. <laughs> when I saw you in Malcolm, I thought of Super Trooper. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Very Super I'll, Trooper-esque. Thank you. Well, you know what? It, it's it's the best it's ever looked. And I, I wanna... it, it looks great, but also why that it reminds me of Super Trooper is because you also did at the front door the meow and the repeater yeah and the repeater we did the meow and the repeater yes with uh, Mr. Pat McElby who who whose mail I deliver oh yeah he's on my mail route nice. uh, yeah and uh, and that was mostly his idea doing the repeater thing he would just repeat everything I said back and forth and it would really confuse everybody for about 15 <laughs> seconds and then they catch on and like laugh about it. Then we keep doing it and then they get annoyed. Okay. And, and <laughs> it's like, have a good night, have a good night. Uh, moron, moron. All right, <laughs> next, next. Um, and the, yeah, the meow thing. Pat was really good with doing meow. Yeah, you're giving your ID right meow. Right, right meow. <laughs> that was fun. Did yeah. you say meow? What? Did I say meow? Do I look like a cat? <laughs> oh, good movie, not gonna lie. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd recommend going to security into bar security for anyone it, it, it's a different world um, you learn a lot about as, as cliche as it sounds you do learn a lot about yourself learn how tough you may or may not be yeah. um, you can make good friendships you understand the service industry a hell of a lot better because you might get to know bartenders and servers if you work in a place that has those yeah and understand the shit that they have to go through half the time mm -hmm. um, you mean with? security no <laughs> okay we went through a lot of <laughs> <laughs> we did uh, but like, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a good place to it's a good job to grow and really figure yourself out in, in a very what can be a really fun and hostile environment at the same time. Um, I never thought I'd ever be a bouncer, and I was. It was six fantastic years with some fantastic people. Yeah. And if I was 22, I'd do it all over again. Now, what would be your piece of advice for that person who's starting out as security in the bar industry? Be humble. Be humble. Okay. Be humble. Uh, th there were a few guys remember, that came through the bar a few times that were, I'm ready for this. Put me on. Don't. I, they don't want. You don't want to. You don't want to earn your stripes. Mm -hmm. You don't want to cut your teeth. You want to start off at the top. I want to be floating around. I want to go deal with shit. No, you're gonna stand on that flight of stairs for the next month and a half to show you actually understand your place in this and work it. There is a pecking order. There is a respect level. You got to earn your way up there. Don't think you're a big deal. Come in humble. Learn. Talk to the talk to the senior guys. Um, be aware of how other bouncers are dealing with situations and watch them. Yeah. So when your chance comes to be on a float or roam around, you take what you've learned from watching and talking to other people, and you can employ that. You gain respect from us. Okay, now you're now you're good enough. You're never going to go back on a riser or work washrooms again. Yeah, something that I think a lot of people didn't understand was stuff like that with being on that riser mm -hmm. wasn't just to see you know have you start at the bottom mm -hmm. that was a spot where we learned to trust you so yeah. that we know that if something happened Excellent. we go into that fight with you 
that we're going to be okay as well. That you are going to go in, you're not going to freeze. You're going to do what I expect you to do, what the person next to you expects. And that you're not just going to be a useless squat and stand there. Yeah, that, that that's you're able really to help that. us. That is a really good point. Yeah, yeah. If, so we're going to give you this this quote unquote menial job. Yeah. But you show us you do it well, we begin to trust you. Mm -hmm. and that's a really good point. I didn't like about that. So, when yeah. I started off, and we would go to Mel's and they had the Easy Rider. The oh yeah. Initiation yeah. was to eat the Easy Rider. Yeah. Because it proved who you were. It showed us who you were. If you are going to keep eating this giant three patty burger on a sub bun with fries, coleslaw, and a mini Mel ice cream until you puke, mm -hmm. you lasted. Yeah. The people who got like halfway through and just went, no, nah, I'm done. Yeah. It didn't last. Yeah. You're, you're, you do what you can, you're in. Yeah. yeah. Like you go to the end, you puked, big deal, welcome. Yeah. You're, you're, you're willing to put the work in. Yeah, you're, a brother. you're not just going to give up when it, things get hard. Those people lasted. People gave up halfway through, they didn't last. We didn't push them out, but they didn't last. No. So those things like that, that there's a reason for it. Maybe maybe it was a little bit of us just having some fun, that initiation, Sure. but there's still a reason for it. And I think that went over a lot of people's heads of, start here, do this, there's a reason for it. You'll figure it out in a year, or you won't. Yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense. I think with that kind of stuff as well as like when something serious happens as well and then you know you know that they're gonna be right there mm -hmm. like I know the one time when you hurt yourself when I blew my knee out, oh, you blew yeah. knee out I was right there and it was it was bad like I knew exactly what happened and then we called the ambulance for you mm -hmm. um, but right away, just because like how close we all were, like I was angry as well. Yeah. That like, this guy did this to you, like he forced this and kind of got to got to that point. Um, and everyone was like that too. Like everyone who's around at that time. So it's just you, you once you trust somebody, you. I think it, like with us, once you trust somebody, you brought them in. Like that's it. Like mm -hmm. you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like I know I can trust you. Right. Uh, like with both of you guys, like I know I can trust you if anything happened, uh, like even like stuff outside of the bar, things have happened and you guys have been the person I go to, right? So it's just kind of like, it sticks. It's just like you, you build, you build a bond there that lasts forever. Yeah, that, it continues outside of the bar. Like, it's a brotherhood, it's a family. Yeah, we haven't worked together in a bar for five years, five years at least. Yeah. But still we, we talk all the time, we see each other all the time, not all the time anymore, but when we can and like we said earlier it seems like it was last week we saw each other yeah yeah sure it doesn't seem like that long it doesn't seem like we had a lockdown but it, it has been a whole year pretty much yeah. yeah i think the last time we all got together was oh, was kind of the end of the summer uh, yeah because I, I just came back from up north and we went to kentucky Oh yeah. I'll, I'll get dinner. Oh god, yeah. Kentucky that, bourbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, that, that was that time. was that was the last time. Man. That's because we didn't do cottage. Yeah. Right. So that's wild. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, like nothing's really changed. No. No, we still 
And we still like live our lives and be moving forward with whatever is going on in our lives. But like, like, like I said, there's no like awkward silences with, mm -hmm. with us just, yeah. Everything's still solid. Yeah. 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 Jokes continue from they were yesterday. <laughs> Forever ago. Yeah. Still pick on each other about the same thing. Yeah. We still. Yes. The picking on each other thing that 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 ties in in a way to me about uh, like like your thing with the easy rider show the trust thing like when someone new would come on front door we'd all pick on each other all the time anyway yeah and if someone really couldn't handle that or they they didn't have a thick enough skin like it wasn't anything like remarkably derogatory or like I'm gonna kill your mom tonight something like something like that but if you can't handle your friends chirping you and making fun of something. How are you going to deal with a drunk 20-something who's calling you every name in the book? Um, how are you going to deal with that? You know, we mean we mean it in a, in a good-hearted type way. How are you going to react with something like that? So and so that we develop trust that way. And mm -hmm. Then you didn't last on the front door, you went somewhere else or left. You went to through door. You went to through door. Well, <laughs> just first you went to through door or smoke. And if you're an okay one, you went to old smoke and... I had to trust you a bit there to be able to open that door pretty quick. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, okay, so so obviously you built relationships with the security that was there, um, but there must have been other relationships that you built, like with the bussers or bartenders. Like, how is that? How, like, I, we talked about this last week. Is you're gonna have to build a relationship with with everybody to help them out, or if mm -hmm. you build a relationship with with the bartenders, they help you and. And vice versa. I think the bartenders are really important building a relationship with them because they will they might not realize the turnover rate that a security at a bar might have so they're gonna see someone with a security on their jacket and flag them down and say this person needs to go yeah and there has to be an understanding between the security and the bartender like okay this person's gone no questions asked if this guy's this guy or girl bartender is saying they gotta go there's got to be a, a real legitimate reason Hop on it, get the person out the door. Period. Yeah, there's no, there's no unfortunate. I wouldn't say there was no question it, but the bartender said you're gone. You're gone. Yeah. If they go, hey, this person's drunk, and you get them outside, you talk to them. I would like to go talk to that bartender again. Be like, listen, I talked to them. I think they're okay. Mm -hmm. Do you have any problem with me letting them back in? And they go, no, of course not. Come back in, they get we can get some more money out of them. Yeah, sure. But there was a, a few times where they went, no, he's drunk. And you had to kind of bite your tongue of, well, I don't think he's that drunk. And, you know, you bring that up to the manager, you let them deal with it at that point. But yeah. I think majority of the time they were, they had, they knew you knew how to do your job. And they say, well, if you, if you think he's okay, sure, let him back in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, having a relationship with the bartenders and bussers and all that stuff, everyone's got to work together. Yeah, that extra set of eyes. Never extra, sure, sure. Yeah, that too. But everyone's got to work together one way or another. Yeah, that's so, great. It's, it's nice to be on everyone's good side. At least know the names of like two or three of them, like the busters, because there's 40 of them. Yeah. So like, know the name of the guys who've been there a while, and they they can tell the new kids to go help you if need be. But you know, getting to know everybody is is always nice to have in your back pocket, an extra set of eyes, maybe an extra hands backing yeah. you up just in case. Yep. I want so to grab that flailing arm sometime really help. Sure. Or you know. That big guy is coming at you, so you grab this little beer runner and you throw him at him real quick to distract him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tension. I didn't mean to do that one. Yeah, no, it's fair. I always felt bad for the busters because 
some if a brawl happened, we would make such a mess, yeah. and they would have to come clean it up. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There's one one thing. Always there's always so many pukers in the bathroom. Ugh. I would always go up to one of them like, listen, I'm so sorry. They're like, why? I was like, puke. <laughs> <laughs> go clean the puke. There's, it's everywhere. Yeah. So. It's better than that shit covered person you dealt with. Yes. Mm. What is so? What is? Oh boy. What is the worst story that you have from from the bar? Um, the the person uh, out by the old smoke door, shitting on the ground and then lying in it. Uh, how that? Uh, just uh, just uh, super hammered. Oh one, one guy. The story. One guy just just uh, super super drunk. Um, get him out old smoke. And okay, so remember in between Old Smoke and the, and the entrance, there was that little, that little like sewer grate, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. bottom there where like the that big arrow sign was. Yeah. Um, he's down there. A couple of his friends come out. They're kind of drunk too, but they're holding it together just fine. And uh, and he's yeah, completely shit faced. And at one point, just drops trow. Drops trow. Drops trow. Just drop trowel. Drop trowel, but okay. Is that a turn of phrase you're familiar with? Drop trowel. No, no, we talked about it last week. That's why. There's okay. This, there's this. Uh, continue your story. Okay, okay fine. Yeah. Um, just drop trowel. Yeah. Squats down. Poops right on right on the ground, and then puts his pants back up. Sort of. Doesn't really do him up, but then sits down on the ground, and then falls back into his own shit because he's so drunk uh, and like rolls around a little bit. And we're <laughs> and just like. Like a fish out of water. Yes, and like immediately, like no cab is gonna take you down. <laughs> you have to walk home or get someone to come pick. You. I think yeah. they got a, they got a friend's brother or something to come pick him up with. Like four, gar- four garbage bags. Yeah. yeah, like there's no way. I love you guys. I would probably come pick you up if you happen to sit in your own shit, but I'm not coming to but pick you're up your brother. But you get in my car naked. <laughs> I yeah. can guarantee that. And we're gonna burn your clothes wherever they are. Hundred <laughs> percent. I will come get you. I will bring that garbage bag for you. But you're naked. I'm okay with this. If it makes you feel better, I will get naked with you. Yeah. But you, yeah. You're naked. You're naked. You're naked. Okay, that, that's a pretty good bad story. That was that, that was my worst one. Okay. Did you discuss yours? I imagine. On the other one. Yeah, mine was really bad. Um, but yeah, I'll, you, you can listen to it. It is. It, it was pretty bad. It was really okay. gross. Okay. Okay. It rolls a code brown. Yeah, that's so. Uh, it's, okay. Yeah, it's really gross. It's just let's just say there was there was shit everywhere. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just literally everywhere. Ugh. All right. Um, with that being said, um, Jeff, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, I would like to thank Stephen for coming on today. It's been great catching up and hearing your side of all these stories. Oh, I really able, able to tell the Conley tornado, <laughs> which he knew was coming. A little earlier than you wanted. But yes. <laughs> I was never prepared for The best story ever. Yeah, one of my uh, favorites. Yeah. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I, I, I'm very uh, humble. I'll go back to that one. Uh, that you wanted me on this this early. And uh, I appreciate it. And it's, really, it's been great talking and reminiscing about shit and uh, mm. catching up. Yeah. It's, it's very good. Yeah, so thank you for coming. Um, like I said, when I called you, um, is that as soon as we were like, okay, we need episode two who's going to be on it, first person is you, so I'm glad you said yes. I'm touched. We agreed to do this. I couldn't give you the option to be honest with you. Fair enough. We were just going to show up. So. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, Jeff, again. And uh, that's everything we got. So we'll be back in another show.
with episode three, and hopefully you guys enjoy.